Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Flame On. My name is Brian. I am the bear of the show. Going clockwise, as we have a full house tonight, we have Jared, the goth alternate. Damn it, I always call you goth. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I, I was goth why once upon a time. You the boxes, bear? <laughs> oh, that's true. Bears like boxes. I don't know what it is. We Bears just like honey and salmon and caves. Well, <laughs> caves, that's it. That's the box. Our amazing in-house artist who does all of our album art and is fantastic. That's Jared. Hey, guys. We got Oral, who hey. I will not call the bitch. Thank you. Hey, Flamers, what's going on? Can you be the Nubian nymph again? Fine, I'll be the newbie in them. Thank you. I like that the best. Um, special guest. This has been a long time coming. We have the host of Out Loud Orlando. The Homo Happy Hour. The Homo Happy Hour. The, the Homo Happy Hour. Emphasis the. is on the. DJ Justice. Hello, everybody. Follow me at Gay Radio Show on Twitter. There First you go. plug of the night. <laughs> there will be many plugs tonight. Some during the show, some after. Um... <laughs> We have the mysterious and increasingly scruffy, and thus increasingly... No. Um, oh. Sorry. The question here. Hello, Mama he, Bear. He's hot. Are you a top or a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've never heard him shut up that Cricket quickly. chirp. Cricket chirp. And, of course, Pat the talking bearskin ring. Wearing a hilariously adorable panda hat tonight. You know, you're a hop, skip, and a jump from a furry, and I don't ride that at all. <laughs> Who said that's not what I'm Puerto going for? Or furries. Have you seen the animatronic ears to where, like, if you, like, yes, I have seen that. Emotions, they move, or yeah, the ears twitch your left, it'll twitch. That's, it's creepy. And yeah, Odin, don't forget about the cat. And my cat, Odin, is sitting here with Pat. It's a cat. He is adorable, our little, the little Himalayan. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has a mic up to him. He might purr later. So, um, that has the most personality in the room. That's amazing. <laughs> it's also the most pussy we've had in this room. Oh. Leave True. it to Oral to go for the easy joke, man. Just oh. set it up, knock him down. Leave it to Justice to go for the easy man. Oh. <laughs> Don't Love talk it. to him like that. He seems like a really nice, respectable guy. How dare you, Oral? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh. He doesn't know me. So, yeah, yeah for real. So, um,. <laughs> We have a full show. We are going to... Oh, oh, and Eric, we should acknowledge the missing cast member. Eric, the I muscle miss pig. You, girl. 
He's in Chicago. No, he's not. <laughs> Muscle Pig. Muscle Pig. We called him that before. It's That's the best name ever. It always makes me laugh. Um, the Power Daddy. Power I, Daddy. I like sending him dirty pictures when he's at work just to like randomly F with him. It's always, it's always great. It puts him in a good mood. Allegedly, Batman. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. No, so, like a six-stringer cum shot. Like I'll just text it to him and be like, here you go. Well, I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, don't let... Yeah. Um, so he's missing. He's flown in from Chicago. He's going to be back next time, sure. So jumping right in because we saw no movies. At least I didn't. Did any of you? No, nope, nothing. No on. movies. No movies are done. There TV. are no good movies right now. No, it's like the end of the shit. summer. The fall lineup hasn't kicked in yet. There's absolutely nothing out right now except the three D, the three D Finding Nemo. I uh, I saw the re-release of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. What How was about it? that? Mm. <laughs> are there earwalks? Did, did they are put earwalks in? <laughs> are there walkie-talkies? Oh. <laughs> so, Oral, you yes. might be the only person who saw this. Did anyone see Grimm besides Oral? Uh, Grimm? No, it's just me. Um, yeah, that's Grimm, shocking. Yeah, it's fun. Um, this season has been great. I love it a lot. Starts off strong, still going strong. We're moving on. The guy that I'm dating was talking about this. Is it basically kind of like a TV show, kind of like Fables, yes. where they're taking human it fairy tales exactly and evolving like them into... Why not just call it Fables? It's well, already like an once established upon a time, fan base. Same deal. No, that's no. what he likes. Okay, yeah, that's basically Fables. Yeah, no, no. This is, this is like uh, Law and Order meets... Uh, once upon a time. I don't watch that gay shit. I'll, I'll make him watch Project Runway with me. Yeah. All right. Breaking Bad. Another oral only, I think. No! I, no! No, no, no. Okay, no. Yes. Amazing. Good. No, no, no. Good. First, you have to realize that I just started watching Breaking Bad, so I'm only... I'm what? Season, season three, episode six. You haven't finished it. No, you no, You haven't no, no. finished the story arc with Gus Fring. No, 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 no! I'm so excited. We can't even talk about it. So is this a we can't even talk about mid-season it. break, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't no, know why no, no. they did that. They, no, no, no. I like I said, I've only. I... No, no, he's not caught up. He's saying the current season that's out right now. They did uh, either eight or twelve. They did, they did like a run of episodes, right? And then they they just stopped. And it's going to be like another six months to eight months before they bring it back. And it left you hanging. But yeah. damn it, he's missed. Some real, cr- so we really can't even talk about no. it at all. No, no, no. As much all, as we love all, to spoil. Yeah, all I, I all I want to say is that I was really late to the game about Breaking Bad. Son of Bad, a bitch. And I'm super excited to be able to talk about it. By the time that it's, it comes back on AMC, I'm going to be good to go. Okay. I but promise For you those of you who've Listeners, never heard of it. I promise, promise you that. It's shocking that you've never heard of it because everybody's heard about it now. The characterization and the development of Walter White, even beyond what you've seen so far, amazing. And like, he's just... He's never been a good person. That's what I love about him. So, well, tell us, like, for people who haven't seen it. Oh, he's yeah. a former teacher, right? Yes, he's a former... Uh, well, actually, he still... He's a chemistry teacher, um, and he finds out he has lung cancer, stage three, and he gets the idea that he should start cooking crystal meth in order to make enough money so when he dies, his family will be taken care of. But because he's like a, a chemistry whiz science major, he actually breaks down the process of making meth into like these chemical equations so he can make the most perfect 99.9% pure meth that's like taking the meth market drug dealers by storm like a better Mexican high. cartel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it absolutely is like, and so it's his rise to power Kind of, you know, in this uh, in this in this meth world, you know, while he's looking at his own mortality. And the thing is, since it dealt with drugs, when he went to go pitch the show, 
he didn't have what what channel does Weeds come on? Weeds come Showtime. 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 Okay, the creator of Breaking Bad went in for a meeting to pitch Breaking Bad to uh, Showtime, and they rejected it at first, saying, "Well, no, we have a show kind of like that. It's called Weeds." The, the creator of Breaking Bad had never seen Weeds, so he was like, "If I had known that there was like a show that was just really popular about you know kind of like a uncharacteristic person delving into the drug world, right. I probably wouldn't have come up with the idea." So it was kind of like, "Thank God he didn't have Showtime." Because they're, they're completely different shows. I mean, we no, oh, totally, totally, sort of, totally. Comedy sort of yeah, yeah. Stuff. But this is uh, this is good TV. Yeah, this is get into it. I know, I know. The first couple seasons are on Netflix. Yes, and if you want to message me, I can give you links for the pirated episodes. Okay, cool. That's what I, I mean. Allegedly, <laughs> you yeah. dirty pirates. allegedly, <laughs> all you dirty pirates. So um, we never. I talk too much. You can't like that. No, Char- you're great. So no we what? never covered the end of True Blood, and I stopped watching True Blood seasons ago. <laughs> I want to hear from Oral. Did you finish? I did. Is it as bad as people were letting on, or did you it's like not, it? It's not bad. It's actually really good. Okay. Um, they finally kill off one of the characters that they should have. Um, there's been, like, a twist. You learn more about the Stackhouse, like, legacy. Okay. Um, and the fairies. Bloodline. Yeah. You find out um, just how... Cracked and deranged Bill really is. Yeah, and, and I don't like that. Uh, no, I like Bill a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, some of it it's is sexy. always ridiculous because it's True Blood. But mm-hmm. this season has been pretty sturdy, pretty strong. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so you like the ending, and we'll spoil this. I mean, I don't think any of us really care no. about spoiling True Blood. They take Bill, who's been like the mainstay love interest for Suki, even though they've had their problems or whatever. Suki, Suki. And he's actually married to, uh, what's her name, in real life? Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. And they basically, like, merged him with Lilith, the evil demon vampire god thing (laughs) from Marvel Comics now. Um, And lesbian music festivals. Lilith was a member of this new Teen Titans, actually. Oh, I did not know that. I'm not reading that. No, like old school. Oh, oh, old school. Lilith. Okay, because these Marvel, like they had that whole Midnight Suns thing in Marvel, and they were fighting Lilith. Do you guys remember that Ghost Rider and uh, Oh yeah, all that Lilith stuff. Fair and Lilith Fair. They were fighting lesbians. Lilith from Sarah McLaughlin. Jewish. That's yeah, of course, Myth- mythologically. I have you know. playing in my head. <laughs> I have oh. that Sarah McLaughlin song where she's singing and we're seeing like the abused animal, <laughs> the cat with one eye, and the dog with cancer. The angel. Here's a cat with only they one leg, and this dog has been fired up the ass with a firecracker. <laughs> Here's a freaking bird that only has one leg. <laughs> wow. I can't watch that commercial now. It just makes me sad. Every no, time I, look yeah, I laugh at it. Because I'm not a good person. I, Brian, what did you hear about True Blood? Well, just the whole Bill thing. And since Bill's well, one of my yeah. favorite characters, I who'd they kill off? We're spoiling it. I don't care. Uh, Russell Edgington. Oh, they killed him off already, though. They brought no, him back and killed him, him off. Whatever. What's the appeal of the show? I didn't even make it through the first episode of the first season Everybody's i've never watched thing. it i've never gotten into it everybody's having sex mm-hmm. gay vampires are a metaphor for gays and everybody's having sex that's it i've never so. really gotten i never really got the bite for the whole vampire thing no, I like not ever yeah, really nice. so i didn't uh yeah. i've thought about the vampire slayer and angel i never even watched that either have oh those are good reading, those are good have you started reading season eight mm. of buffy um i saw the motion comic i didn't read it Okay. But um, I but saw no. the I saw the, the I guess it's the first half of season eight in a motion comic. Yes. Okay. So, but when did the first Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie came out? It came out in the nineties, right? With right. Luke Perry with Pee Wee yes. Herman. How many years between that first movie? Did anything else ever happen with Buffy? Whether it's a TV show or were there like books in between there? Or what At was least five. I, I want to say it around. Five. It was a totally dead property, and uh, Whedon bought it back or something, and then made it into a show. 
So it has nothing to do. Movie, TV show. Right. The movie has nothing. TV shows on the books. The movie has nothing to do with anything. No, it does. Well, I mean, same character, but no, it it's prefaced in. Welcome to the Hellmouth, the first uh, episode. Oh, because it talks about her moving. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's yes, the same yes, character. Yes, yes. Well, it just it, it doesn't really pay attention to yeah, the movie. That's what I mean. Really, it talks so. about it. It it sets up the premise for her moving to Sunnydale. Okay, and then because they, they yeah in the first couple episodes they reference it and then okay it's pretty much that's a right. mood it's point from there. Um, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to do that before I spoke. So I want to know about Revolution because I I'm curious about it. I love post-apocalyptic sort of, you know, steampunk or whatever. I don't know what's it's it called. Oh, we're not steampunk. talking about the club over on on uh, <laughs> no, Fuck that. That's post-apocalyptic. <laughs> That's there, a bit post-apocalyptic they, over Re- there as well. Revolution has been very good to me and very good to my radio show. They've they've let us always broadcast from there and but hook it's us Southern up. Nights. They're they're good. Just That's before my time. I'm not old as fuck. I'm sorry. It's Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It was Southern Nights for me and I'm not that much older. Okay, then accept that things change. Now, nah, Revolution and honestly, it's the same. It really is the same. Like yeah, I I, I do like that. it. Um I just don't go there. The so, people there are awesome. They're really good. Um I think I know a couple of those. So, so I want to know about the show. The, the new JJ Abrams show Revolution. Okay. Um the the show opens up with this guy who's frantically going into his home. His family's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And then he downloads all this information into this little uh, USB thumb drive. Thumb whatever. drive puts it into this little necklace, and all the power goes out. Okay. Um, skip forward. Skip forward long? fifteen years, yeah. and there's no electricity anywhere. They can't seem to get it back, and everyone's gone back to an agrarian society. And it's um, it's very much like um, the Hunger Games. There's a boy with a crossbow. Yes, a there is a, a very handsome a boy? boy with a crossbow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the the son is also quite handsome. He suffers what? from asthma attacks, and you know, it's it's. Um, so so far from what you've seen, do you like it? It's good for eye candy. That's about it. So it's like uh, that dinosaur show. Yes, basically good for eye candy and no. stories like whatever. Wrong time. Wrong dinosaurs. Oh my god! I forgot about that. So um, let's talk Doctor Who because we have at least three people in here who like the Doctor Yay. Who. I don't Yay. think you like it, Justice. Have you ever watched Doctor Who? I've heard of it. Yeah. I've never seen it. What is the premise of the so, show? So like, the layman's premise. Um, like, Forty-nine year old. Did you not listen to our Doctor Who one hundred and one episode? I know it's been on Thank a really, you. really long time, and they cool. change. The doctor. So anytime they change the doctor, that's a really big deal. And Oral's going to take okay. it. I, I can break it down very simple. Like nerd James simple. Bond? Kind of. Kind of. He is an alien who looks human and travels through time and space in a spaceship that looks like a police call box. Such as? Such as. Okay. We're, and we're Yes. And when he's grievously injured, he can regenerate into a new person. Uh-huh. And that is it. <laughs> and surprisingly, he gets grievously injured, you know, every now and then after a couple seasons or something like that. Yes. Yeah, okay. exactly. So Doctor Who has just returned for its seventh season since the reboot. Or not reboot, but uh, relaunch, I should say. And we have, uh, we have seen, several of us have seen at least two of the three episodes at this point. And I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Asylum of the Daleks, strongest yes. uh, season premiere to date. Yes. I, will, I want to say arguably one of the that strongest episodes, the, the, period. When they had the trash can convention? Yes. Yes. The trash can convention. Did all the trash cans get knocked over in the end? Or does that happen later? Doctor Who. <laughs> did you watch it too? <laughs> yes, I did. It's um, it's interesting because... I'm oh, sorry. The, uh, 
the new companion, because they are replacing the companions. Doctor always has somebody with him to explain things, basically. <laughs> Exposition. But they have made the companions very important to the story. So the two companions he has now are Rory and Amy. He is going to lose them somehow in a few episodes, we know. And they introduce the new companion, but somehow at the end, you find out she's not the new companion. She's actually one of those trash cans. Spoilers. I know. But the whole time she's actually doing this great stuff. She's making like soufflés and she's helping the doctor. How did she get the milk? The girl (laughs) be a trash can. They're different shapes. She's a human trapped, basically. They converted her into a trash can. She's a cum guzzling gutter slut. Nice. Question, isn't that your middle name? Don't talk to him like that. You're nice. (laughs) I don't have to be nice. Screw that. No, you'd be polite to good looking people. Oral oral (laughs) in question, they do this. It's fun. (laughs) But yeah, you should always be nice. Um, so, Asylum Dogs is amazing. I love the fact they changed the, th- uh, the, the title, mm-hmm. although I'm kind of missing just the basic TARDIS, you know, Doctor Who thing, but it's actually reflecting. Have you noticed that each yes. episode? So, the first one has the Dalek bumps, which is kind of cool and funny. Um, and the uh, Rory Amy thing is a nice setup where they're like, oh, they're, they're broken up or well, they're going to get divorced. And then the Doctor's goal was to save, you know, all of everything and their marriage. And he does his magic thing with his bow tie, and all works out great. So, um, and the new companion, who we know is the new companion, so she's going to come back later in some way. We don't know, and that's what I love about Moffat. He's smart enough to know the audience knows that that's going to be the new companion, mm-hmm. but the story takes a swerve, and you go, "Oh, okay, it's not." Um, and it ties in the rest of the season, which is nice. And then the second episode, dinosaurs in a spaceship, dinosaurs on a spaceship. Oh. Entertaining. Ludic- I love it because it's just ludicrous. Ludicrous it's, and ridiculous. It's snakes on a plane. No. That was probably what I was going for. Ludiculous. Merge the two. It's ludicrous. <laughs> Not ludicrous. That's a whole other ballgame. So, um, did you like it? Um, did you yes, like it? Yes, I did. It, it's entertaining. It's campy. But for, for Doctor Who, it still tugs at the heartstrings. Um, Rory's dad. Yes, Rory's dad, who is Arthur Weasley, yes. which is fantastic. And they had Mr. Filch. Yes. Which was awesome. He was mm-hmm. the villain. Uh, uh, Solomon. I thought, like, so for people Oh, and the who, guy from Sherlock, too. Yes. So for people who are, like, British files, at, well, Anglophiles, and... Um, <laughs> Close enough. People who love Harry Potter and other British genre-type uh, yep. entertainment, yep. it was for us. Yes, it was. And um, you haven't seen the latest one, so let's move on. With Ben Browder. Yes. We're going to watch it tonight after this. I am so excited. I love Farscape. I love Ben Browder to death. I didn't watch Stargate, but I should sometime. So is it, is it... Well, just tell us if it's good. Is it good? It's good, yeah. It's It it hits all of the tropes. Yep. And it makes it entertaining. Let me ask you and Pat this, because I'm kind of... I was going to say, can I get in on this Absolutely. conversation at all? <laughs> Y'all are having a two-way conversation. I would like to jump in on this. You jump right in. Let me ask you this, though. Do you find the new episode formats where they're very standalone, do you like it or do you miss the, the strong arc? Oh, I, I'll always miss a strong arc. That was one of the things that if, it, if I'm watching a TV show, there's always going to be standalones. No matter what. You know, and we didn't, you know, we talked about Buffy before quickly, but uh, it's always been a big thing with him as far as there's always a big bad, quote unquote, and there's a long arc. And then you've got your standalone episodes. You're always going to have your standalone episodes. Um, and I know that in some way, shape, or form, there kind of is a story because obviously 
we all know that we're getting to the end of Rory and Amy. And real quick, let me go back to dinosaurs on a on a spaceship. It, it was it was entertaining. I, I do agree. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the episode. I loved the robots. Oh. Do you know who they were? They were voiced by a famous British uh, comedy troupe. Did you recognize who it was, Oral? From the Peep Show Marty and Python. from... Nope. No. Oh, it's, uh, is it Mitchell and Webb? It's Mitchell and Webb. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so they were, they were awesome. But my favorite thing, and I, I said this to you the other day when we were watching the episode, um, my favorite thing about this season right now is the fact that Rory's becoming a dick. A little bit. Um, growing a set of balls, or got him back from Amy. Uh, somewhere in this whole reset, he managed to... Pull his balls back well, from her. But I think even when a good man goes to war and he basically shows up in his Roman outfit for no apparent reason other than just because and basically like blows up the Cybermen ships. I mean, that was the moment for me when I was like, yeah. wow, Rory has like, you know. Yeah, but I mean, that was that was towards the end of the season. It, it kind of, you know, yeah, there was yeah. no way for it to build from there. So you knew it was there. And then even from the first episode, you know, when he uh, went to go bring the divorce papers, mm-hmm. you could tell he kind of had he had. He had a spine again, and it. Mm. And I love his character development. I love his father. Oh yeah, you know that whole that whole piece of it. It actually was. It one upped. Um, was it Wilfred? Uh, Donna's. Uh, yes. yes, Donna's grandfather. Wilfred. Wilfred Mott. Yeah, it it one upped it for me in that respect. It, it was. It it just took what they kind of did with him and just that next level. Yeah. Um. So 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 what's it called? Town from town called Mercy. So it yeah. Is? And then you saw the preview for the next one, which is something about these little boxes. Yes. Like called a three. It's a, like the longest invasion or something like that, where the doctor spends a year uh, with the pawns, apparently. Yeah, I got that impression. That he no, actually... I was making a sex joke in my head. The longest invasion. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. I was thinking long-term engagement, the French film. I was thinking of like a 13-inch dong, dude. That's cool. <laughs> I was thinking like I was thinking like Asian invasion, and then I was thinking like sizable Asian. Oh my god! Like he's he, he got Coxzilla, you know? Coxzilla. <laughs> That's actually a movie. No, it's not. That's what we named this guy at the nude beach that we oh, saw wait, no, last no, no, time. It's, it's not Coxzilla. It's like a it's, a it's a giant sperm. Why isn't there a Coxzilla? That's a great name. There is a picture of it though. I've, I've, I've seen it. We'll, we'll, we'll post it in the show notes. We'll I'm find sure. it. Um, and somebody. Oh, viral. Oh, <laughs> our buddy viral demon. Mr. Laval. That's a like horrible him. name. Yeah. Um, so One day there will be a cure. If your name is Viral Demon on like A for A. Like, like, <laughs> no. I don't think he's on Adam for Adam. I'm hoping not. Though, you know. Menforsexnow.com. So, I want to know about what... Craigslist? I want to know about where the bears are. Because I have lost track of the show, but it started out so bad. 14 episodes in. It's fantastic. Did it get bad. It, it got better though, right? Oh no, it didn't. Oh shit! What are you talking about? There's this gay uh, about bears like web right, series listen, called "Where the Bears." Listen, are. let me take this one. All oh, right. I actually watched some of those. Did you? Yeah, there's some. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why? All right. I, I, I watched like the first three episodes, and I was like, the intro was too long yes. for the payoff. It was it was like a three minute intro for like a six minute episode. Then you had to go to the new one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the whole premise is that these three bears who. Our roommates will have a party. Three bears, really? Yes. Do they have a Goldilocks somewhere? Uh, Not yet. So no. Um, so they have a they have a party for the quote unquote fortieth birthday for one of the the roommates who gets shit face drunk and passes out, blacks out. So they wake up the next morning and there is a cub in the bathtub who is dead. Dead cub in the tub. Dead cub in the tub. There you go. Hashtag I want, I want dead that cub to be tub. my Adam for Adam name. Dead cub in the tub. <laughs> I thought viral demon was a bad name. Come on. 
So I'm not go, a bear yet. I'm, I'm not a. I'm a. I'm an XL twink. Nice. <laughs> 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 um, well, at least you're, you know. Maybe double no, XL twink, nice. Justice. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> f off. <laughs> Love you too. Uh, so that that's where it starts off, and then it, it's. Uh, it's all just kind of. What are you kinda... sympathizing with him for? He called me a mean name, and you're rubbing his back. Yeah, exactly, a cat for me. Back rub. <laughs> you hate me. Why do you hate me? We ask him that same question every day. <laughs> they were trying to set you up for me to like make you feel really uncomfortable and hit on you, and I didn't agree to do it, and you're holding it against me. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, so they find so, yeah. a dead cub in the tub. <laughs> dead cub in the tub. <laughs> Hashtag dead cub in the tub. That's going to happen. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's our first snort of the night. Let's yeah, go. Really. So, uh, so, yeah, so that's where it goes. And then we are 14 episodes in. We're no closer to finding out anything. Um, really? Yeah, pretty much. Have uh, the authorities gotten involved? Yes, that was like cop. episode three or four. He's got like the mustache and everything? It's, yeah, 70s porn stash. It's fantastic. Um, it, it's it's interesting in a way. It's so bad it's actually kind of good. I find myself wanting to watch. And if um, so at any point... Like a train wreck. Yes, okay. yes. If uh, Joe Deedle... Yes. Happens to listen to this, I love you. No, no seriously, <laughs> he's a Facebook friend now, and I yes. do want to get him on. So... Don't listen to this, hopefully. <laughs> no, I, he's fantastic. I'm, I'm, slowly, I'm sort him. of in love with him. So. I love him. He's fan. Yeah. Wood is my favorite character. Oh, is that yes. his name? Wood? His name is Wood. Of yes, former cult model. Wood. Cult model. Yes. yes. Cult. Yeah. cult. Cult. C O L T. Not C U L T. Cult. cult. Yeah. <laughs> cult I'm model. sorry. Every so often an accent pops out, all right? Yeah. <laughs> he's um, naked and covering his dong with the Kool Aid. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We wow. had to make a Jones. So, <laughs> so the the only thing I I, I want to Hail point mark. out to it that I was actually impressed with, to to an extent because if you were a Desperate Housewives fan or um, or a One Life to Live fan or just who, desperate for those who like their their stories like I do, um, Tuck Watkins actually has cameoed and appeared in one of the episodes. Um, they produced very well. Yes. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it, it doesn't look like someone just held up a camera and made a YouTube. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it actually looks really good. So the scripts that, are kind of weak is the problem. Who financed it? Like, it actually had some production value to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. They, I haven't heard anything about Have you seen it? Question? What is this? <laughs> we're, talk, we're talking bear stuff. No, Question but, no, comes up. I, I know what you're talking about, but where, where is this, like, broadcast? It's a web series. Yeah. Oh, it's a web series. And they where post the it on YouTube. Are, and and it's on this thing called the internet. It you ever heard of it? It reminds me of, you know, those 1313 films? No. Never heard of those? No. And it's, just a, but it's a bunch of, like, sh- straight guys who with their shirts off and, like, great muscles, and they're walking around, like, this mansion. And it's, it's, just, it's 20 different films, 20 different stories, but it's all take place in the same house. Huh. No? No. No. It's just like horrible, horrible. Oh, is it bad? Yeah, it's like the worst thing you've ever seen. This is a little better than this. This has okay. a little bit more of a plot to it. Yeah. It's oh, kind okay. of funny in moments, and the guys are attractive. It's, it's, got, it's got a couple of really good one-liners. It, but the thing is, with one-liners, and no offense to the bears, but I know a lot of bears who are very guilty of the cheesy one-liner, sticky comedy that's become associated with, if you're gay, you're going to make one-liners and just, oh, well, balls, oh my God, well, look at his rock. Like, just... And I, it, it doesn't hit my creative bone. I want something more intelligent. I want something more cerebral. I don't want... I mean, everyone's going to be who they are, but effeminate bears, we get it. People act the way they act. Yes. A whole I, series around it. I've heard all these jokes before. Yeah, and, and they, they covered kind of all the spectrum of it, and I, I'm, I'm happy that 
bears are doing more and are getting out there a little bit more into the mainstream gay yeah yeah culture. Like Bear City is not as bad about that. The effeminate bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this this show is very. Oh, and, and I'm not even talking about masculinity versus femininity, but I just mean. Everyone, it seems like every gay man thinks that they're the funniest stand-up comedian in the world. But after yeah. all, so many of those, you know, we the jokes are all worn out. It's like you know, bumper sticker humor. Yeah. I feel you. Cool. That's our TV. So let's talk some video games. There's two, and I think I put both of them. Maybe First, Black Mesa. Do you guys know about Black Mesa? Yes, I know about Black Mesa. I downloaded it, Is and it I played like five seconds. Five seconds. I know. Um, so the deal is, this game Why it gotta be Black Mesa? You die. You disappoint me, Dr. Freeman. That's a great impression. What's the guy's name? It's just the G-Man. The G-Man. So the, the idea is this, 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 this game's called A Half-Life. Came out, what, like 10 years ago or more? A it's been a long time. Yeah, I was in school. I first, was in college. First-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Start with a crowbar. You're a scientist. You are a physicist, Dr. Thank Gordon you. Freeman. Yes. How could I forget that, right? Yes. Um, people I say I love this like voice. It. Can you, like, voice my alarm clock for me or something? Of course. Oh, soothing man. Voices. You'll be the new Stephen Fry. All right. That will be great. The American <laughs> Stephen Fry. So um, this is Black Mesa's the research lab that they're all in. And something goes wrong. Aliens and extra dimensional the combine yeah they take over whatever but the fans of this show or fans of the show fans of this game took the new half-life what two engine mm-hmm. source is what it's called uh was it gary's mod yeah well they yeah they built yeah, it yeah. off a mod yeah. and they made a remake of half-life with this new engine and it looks gorgeous they they had a composer come and do a new soundtrack that's beautiful it's the same classic game all the great scenes that you remember with the three tentacle uh, thing that would beat the shit out of you if you got too close, <laughs> um, the head crabs, all that crazy nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So it's beautiful and it's free. All fan produced uh, Half Life or uh, Valve supports it's it. Completely. Open source. Open source wow. and it's good. This is what's impressive. It's good <laughs> and open free. Open source head crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Half-Life is out, or Black Mesa. Look for it. Okay. Easy to get. Free. Awesome. Song Pop, which... Does anybody else play in here besides me and... Song Pat? Pop? Yes. Okay. No, I haven't gamed in years. Is, well, it, is it like a portable DDR? No. It's Name That Tune, a la Facebook, like, uh, Zynga games. Ooh. So, like, Draw Something or whatever, but it's Name That Tune. Ooh. And I wish... Uh, well, Pat will be back here in a minute, because... I have about ten games going at any time, and you get like five, you know, little brief selections, and you have to identify out of a, I think a list of like four or five options. And the quicker you are, the higher you score, and it stacks and all this craziness. Highly addictive casual game, and so awesome for a musician and or someone who loves music because you learn all these new songs yeah. you've never heard. Well, and you're the music guy, like you you majored and studied, and you, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a musician. You know, you're yeah. all into that. Well, yeah, but I mean, honest to God. The only time it benefits me is the classical music category. So the rest of it's like modern rap, which is actually funny because I didn't even hear – I've never heard any of this shit. See, I think I could get into that because my, my, I feel like I can't get back into gaming because when I started law school, it was like the fundamental decision of, okay, you cannot have video games in your life. You yep. must study. So in the, that time, you know, you missed, you know uh, – PS to PS2 and then you missed Xbox into Xbox oh. 3 so I feel like I was like fundamentally separated so I, it feels intimidating to not to get back into video games but this thing is free on the iPhone and Android platforms and they work together so you don't have to it doesn't matter who's uh, who's on it 
and you just go on Facebook, I think. Uh, I think it has another way. You find a friend that's playing it. Cookies. Start playing. Yeah, we got cookies here. Yay. Um, but uh, I was talking about Song Pop and just how amazingly fun it is, especially when you're playing against someone who's really good at, at, and about, you know, like you two both go back and forth. Because, you know, it's easy just to cream somebody who just, they don't know what they're doing. But yeah. it's more fun when it's, you know, competitive. So Until they start throwing animated movies at you every round. Yeah, so there's so so unlike or like a lot of these social gamings, you, you I earn ran coins. through Mouse this morning. I wanted a cookie. You earn coins to unlock playlists, and the playlists are different genres. And so we have a friend that does animated movies. Every category is animated movies. Mm-hmm. Any chance he's here, whatever. Yeah, yeah we'll leave that anonymous. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, but I mean, seriously, Song Pop is free. It's fun. You can pay for it, and I think you get like better, higher quality song yeah, clips, longer bullshit, song clips, whatever. Which um, if you need if you need like twelve second song clips, you're getting like zero points anyway. So what's the point? Exactly. But if you haven't played it, song pop. If you're on Facebook, we'd, song pop. We'd welcome more, more participants because the more more you play, the more coins you get, of course, and the more fun. All right, moving on to music. Enough of that shit. So now, I had to put in this because <laughs> I have just recently, within the last couple of weeks, heard of Psy. Where have oh! you been? I know, I know, it's bad. Open Gundam Star. Oh, ben, 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 So if ben, you are Open Gundam Star, it's a soap and condom store. <laughs> so if you haven't been on the internet in the last two or three weeks, or all summer, I guess. Yes. Or Gundam. you apparently don't have a life like Brian does. I just heard this yesterday. <laughs> Whatever. Gangnam Style or Gangnam Style or however you say it. Gangnam. Thank you. Gangnam. South Korean music star Psy. Which I heard his whole album. Quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of because he's very hip hop. I'm not as big on the hip hop as we, well, as I alluded to. So this guy kills at the dance because his little riding a fake horse yes. or something, whatever he's doing, he did it on Ellen and he did it on Saturday Night Live this and past week. He did weekend. it on the Today Show on Friday. Did he really? Yes. So he's getting all kinds of mad publicity. Are you pulling it up? 194 million views on YouTube. Seriously, he's just like a pie-faced little like pudding Asian guy. Look at him, look, well, look at this little Asian boy dancing in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, the little kid. He's just like sitting there doing the horsey dance. There's like an Asian kid like Michael Jackson in it up. Well, the dance looks fun. That's why people keep looking at it. I that's actually, what draws people. I it want looks to learn like the dance. You want to learn the dance, and I want to sing the song at karaoke or yes. karaoke. I refuse to get that track. Oh, I, will, I, I will get Rack City before I get a Gundam Style. <laughs> you have Rack City, and you I'm, are going to do it. I may be the download Rack City. Yes. Right. You know what it's Worst about? hip-hop song ever. Uh, Gundam Style? Yeah. No, tell us. I, because I'm a nerd of, of information, once I heard the song, I had to do my research and find out. Gungum is a, like, kind of... It's kind of like the Rodeo Drive of... Um, where he's from, from Vietnam. Oh, so it's kind of considered like the Korea. high classy Korea. part Korea. Korea. of Korea. Yeah. It's like the Rodeo Drive of Korea. Anyway, so he wants to be all like fancy living, but he just has that attitude. Right. And I think the best way I heard it would equate it was he's eating hamburger, but he's dreaming like he could have steak. Well, so it's like if you have gum gum style, he, uh, you know, it's, you know, you're always he like says, uh, shooting for the stars type of thing. Dress classy, dance cheesy. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it's amazing because like, again, his dance is great. The song is very catchy. A very sort of gay vibe. A little bit, I find, but but he sings to women, and he's all about the you know singing to a woman's ass. I know, so so there's a lot of tropes like that. But the hot tub scene, does anybody else feel like that? It's like in a sauna. 
I mean, I kind of get a gay vibe. Am I am I crazy about this? I get that vibe from all Asian people. Well, that is confusing. <laughs> Especially no when they wake up in your bed in the next morning. There's no gay people. Shut up! He was 18. I checked his license. <laughs> I checked his license. <laughs> I love there's that. There's a bunch of parodies too, like in the elevator scene. There's yes. one where that's it's Batman doing the dance oh. and Bane's like beneath his. Beneath his <laughs> yes, and, and what's he say? Somebody did a Deadpool version of it. Oh yeah, the yeah. Deadpool one's pretty huge. Oh, um, I like that one, the Deadpool one. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's done like Gundam style. I could see like there an are, anime. There parody. are Gundam styles. I could totally see an anime there parody. Is a Gundam style. Okay, that figure. That's just too obvious, but. Um, I so, really, yeah, bathhouse scene. Thank you, uh, Jacob. So totally like in 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 Asia, bathhouse bingo. The, the bathhouses or the the saunas or the baths, whatever. You ever been That's to a bathhouse before? Country, be honest. Though. You're just not going to admit it on the radio show. I have been. I've been for the experience of going and laughing and appreciating the psychology of the nonverbal communication as part of the gay past. Yes, yes. I have. I turned it into a research assignment. Also, Very cool. good way to justify a question. <laughs> and then you I got know, head. This is a oh. podcast. It's an audio recording. People really can't see you nod, especially because <laughs> half your face is cut off. That's true. So, all this more set. <laughs> all right. And moving on. Moving on. So, I can have another cookie. Havoc and Brett. Who so likes Alanis Morissette in here? Do we all like Alanis? I like Jagged Little Pill, and I like the album after that. Supposedly former. And then she became a soccer mom. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, she got a little less edgy, I think. But this new album, um, what's it called? Havoc and Havoc Bright and Lights. Bright Lights. I actually really like it. I think it's the closest she's come to her older stuff, but not too much. I, Has, I, what's the main track off it? What's the big single? Guardian. That, um, Guardian, which Guardian is, is the first nothing single. like the earlier stuff. It's more pop, upbeat, kind of hopeful. Uh, play well, off of the Wings of Desire, the German film. The, the video is, because yeah. it's uh, is the 20th, 25th anniversary of of the movie. It's, some, it's, it's a big anniversary for the movie, and because she did Uninvited for... The remake, City of Angels. For City of Angels. Ah, that's why that was the gotcha. tie-in for uh, Wings of Desire. That is, that's a haunting song. If you hear, it, oh my God, it's City beautiful. of Angels. So I mean, leave it up to a good musician to actually evoke emotion. When she did that with you, ought to know too. When you first hear it, you're like, oh, angry Canuck chick. Then you hear the broken down acoustic version of it, the version where she has, you know, like a full symphony, uh, symphony orchestra behind her at the Grammy Awards, and you hear it completely stripped down, and you hear the other emotion that's part of the song that you never heard before. You know, it's kind of like that's the sadness as opposed to the anger that was well, the... Well, yeah, all of that came out with um, when she re-released uh, Jagged Little Pill as a full um, acoustic and strings and Which I love. That. That I really love that album. Um, but Havoc and Bright Lights, for me, is the more mature, grown-up version of Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie. Okay. Because Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie was her enlightened album. She went from being angry to being enlightened. And not everybody really kind of grabbed onto that. Yeah. Uh, Thank You was okay, and I think I think people kind of tuned out after that. Well, no, I mean, in the video, she was naked with, like, her big old hair covering her floppers, and she's just, like, walking around the city, like, look at me, I've been to India, so I can walk around with my tees showing, look at, you know. Have you seen the Mad TV parody of that? Yes, that's what, exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I had not Wash seen that derriere. until recently. Wash my no, no plan. Oh, my God. Wash me. Wash you know me. What? Wash me. When it comes to the musical song parodies, Mad TV is pretty, is, is, is up there with, they did some good, they've done some really good ones. I was, I was impressed. And yeah. you know what? Speaking of Alanis, though, if you really want to love it, you can actually go on YouTube. They have compilations of all of her early appearances on You Can't Do That on television. Yes. And so it literally is just the Alanis clips of the show on Nickelodeon that Canadian humor brought to America that introduced green slime. Oh, yes. I watched it as a kid. 
That was fantastic. The chef uh, barf or whatever and all the green slime crap was great. Yeah. 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 If, if, you said, if you say, I don't know, it slimes you. If you say yep. water, you get dunked in the water. Yep. Yeah, but that, but with uh, supposed former patuation junkie was, I think she went from one extreme to the other and everybody kind of ran away from it because it wasn't the angry, yeah. the angry chick anymore. And then she started to kind of pull back into mainstream. But um, with being out of the spotlight for a while, having a kid, doing all that, she finally kind of grew into what she was at the supposed former infatuation just, point just of dough her life. for a cookie. Sorry, Angela. <laughs> dough for something. Mm. Oh, like that was my elbow. <laughs> mm. so, yeah, um, but but my what favorite. Was, what's the song? There, <laughs> there is a song called uh, "Celebrity." On the album, which has the greatest line I think she's ever written in her life, or at least in my opinion. Um, she says, I am a tattooed, sexy, dancing monkey. Huh? Yes, yep. exactly. Basically, the whole song is about the fact that it's talking about being from being in the womb all the way until now. It's been ingrained, you know, to be a celebrity and fame and wanting all that. And yeah. Being so the the. the that's just taken out of kind of context in the, the song. I just those four words put together just make me laugh. Well, but, uh, I, I think where that's coming from too is before you ought to know and Jagged Little Pill came out, she was kind of like the Canadians, was, the, can, the Canadian Canada, Canada's answer to Debbie Gibson. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, she had like synth pop, you know, cartoon cats singing in the background, having you know like a breakdown rap. My name is Alanis, and I'm a raging singer. Like her singing, old stuff is horribly poppy, and you almost to Matt think LeBlanc it's the same the, uh, person. The diner. Yeah, you should have like the really? ballad, you know, yeah, like the stars in your eyes. One of her pop videos, yeah. I did not know that. He's Canadian too. Uh, I don't, I don't know if or he is, but because um, in Eight Easy Steps, the, the video of hers where she chronicles her life backwards, it takes clips from her pop days in Canada, and one of them is her like in the diner with Matt LeBlanc huh. doing that with that whole scene. And then she got like banged out by like uh, Uncle Uncle Joey, Dave, Dave Coulier from Blouse oh. and got all angry and oh, bitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. We all know about that. Right, what so. did you do, Dave Coulier? What did you do to Alanis to make her so angry? She's let that the, go. Uh, I have to point later, out she's let it go. <laughs> the chat room does want to know what happened to Odin and I don't know. He loves out. Kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, he's out. Jared, Sorry Jared what we're talking out. about is so goddamn uninteresting that you want to know about the fucking cat. What the hell? Let's talk about Amanda Palmer's new CD. Yes, so I'm so glad that. Uh, I love question... Jared as the timekeeper here. He doesn't even need the <laughs> no, tablet. I've been, no, I've been paying. Jared attention. is on top of it. He's like, so, okay, we're on the next topic now. <laughs> question actually brought this up, and I had, um, I had been meaning to check out Miss Amanda Palmer's new album. It's not her first album. She's had like no, a couple. Yes, um, but what's cool about this album is a couple things that are cool and controversial. One is it's free to download if you want. Otherwise, you pay can pay you or want. whatever you want. Kind of the Radiohead thing. Ooh. And the other thing is she's actually doing a tour. And she is having a thing where musicians can come play with her, and she'll just give them beer. Now, this is controversial because musicians normally like to get paid to play. Uh, you know, that, that is kind of nice. But at the same time, she was going to go to Atlanta like last weekend, or actually this past Saturday. I would have totally done it for, for beer and just to have a chance to play with her um, if I didn't already have a paying gig. So, um, but musicians that I know who are professionals, they are pissed. And we all know those are few far in between for you, Brian. <gasps> they are actually right now. It's true. But, um, you know, because they're like, this sets a bad precedent. You know, why would you do this to a musician? You had a Kickstarter. You raised, you know, a million something or however much. A million dollars. So, you know, why would you de- denigrate other musicians by offering to pay them in beer? You know, when you could actually pay them and have a backing band. So, 
That's she, the controversy. She responded with that. She, well, if she raised one point two million dollars, but all that went to like making the CD and her yeah. tour and promoting and everything, right? And paying her actual musicians, you know, so right. she didn't have leftover money. She's not doing this with the backing of a studio. Yeah, so that's why she did Kickstarter. Right, but I mean, but and she's always sort of marched to the beat of her own drum sort sure. of thing. She's also friends with Neil Gaiman. She's married to Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Oh, I think they that's sleep in the same bed together. Mrs. Oh. Neil Gaiman. They're really good friends. Okay. You know his beard smells, man. <laughs> that's Alan Moore. Um, sorry. Yeah. No, Gaiman's grown a beard too. Um, Writers, I don't care about. I get confused. So, oh, Gaiman, Sandman, so good. So Michelle. So, um, what do we think of the album? I just listened to it today. Question: What do you think? I think, like, I listened to the first track and it changed my life. It was like that. Whoa, good. whoa, whoa! Which good. track? Not the introduction. No, not the meow meow. <laughs> introduces because uh, that's the like Grand Theft Orchestra. Intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean so her, you mean her intro track is meow 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 meow. <laughs> if only. No, yeah, the first song. I like which chicken. Is, uh, I like liver. Smile. Pictures or it didn't happen. Meow, yes. Meow, meow, that changed your life. It was just so epic and like bombastic. The lyrics were so personal. It was really yeah, cool. And there's like horns and strings and piano Jesus. and guitars and it's really good. I was impressed because all the stuff I've heard of hers before, I haven't cared for that much. It's it's just kind of. Little too something for me. She's actually like the female equivalent to Stephen Merritt from Magnetic Fields. And what's funny, we were talking about this earlier, is her vocal range actually overlaps with his because she has kind of an alto. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it sounds great, and sometimes it just gets a little too manly for me. Even though it's kind of no, yeah. I played a song for one of my my friends, and they go, "Oh, when is uh, Amanda How Palmer going to sing?" Gonna do? Pretty much, no, all over the place. All over the place. Plus, she uses effects, and so there's only like a couple tracks on there that are just her. Vocals, not raw, but certainly not affected, you know, with, with whatever. So that's another thing that I was kind of like, well, you could have done more of that. But so far, I actually really like a lot of the songs. But yeah. then, then the other half, I'm like, mm, I'm not gonna I don't know. That. I really like it. A lot of the songs, like they're really long songs. Yes. And she doesn't do like a chorus where. They're very know, non-traditional structures. They're non-traditional, yeah, just yeah. whatever she wants. And it's which, really good. Which is good and bad. It throws me off too sometimes, but it is nice. It's original and very novel. And I think overall, it's a good album. Yeah, I mean, I one recommend. of the best CDs I've heard in years. Wow. Attention yeah. Oral has the hiccups. No. Oh, I love hiccups. They make me laugh. They look fat as hell. So, we all uh, look fat. Question. What's, oh, what's, what's, what's I'm wearing orange. I look like here. the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. All right. Oh. <laughs> yellow card. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because you told me I couldn't talk about it last time. I love yellow <laughs> Did card. Did I really? Yeah. Yellow card is you awesome. Were like, you were talking about a CD, and I was like, oh, yellow card is a new CD. You're like, is it out yet? No. <gasps> I thought well, they, broke, I thought they broke up. Listen, they he had to. Really? Listen, Q, he had to talk about Fiona Apple, right? Leave him be. He had some hot knife he needed Where's to talk about. Oh, okay. No, it, it's it's okay. That's about it. I'm let's a fan. I'm a fan. Let's go to the next. Daddy now. No, Yellow Card's oh, really awesome. I went to I went to law school up in the, uh, Jacksonville, the and the two of the guys that are in Yellow Card, they grew up in Ponte Vedra, which yeah, is there, like yeah. south of Jacksonville Beach, like the rich area. But then um the church I went to at the time when I was still in the closet, like I was in one of those pray to gateway ministries. But anyway, the church was right near Ocean Avenue and like uh, Neptune Beach, Jacksonville Beach area, and their parents bought them a little like hangout house at the corner of Cherry Street. So like we've actually been like, oh yeah, that's the house. You know, there's a house on the corner. Of Cherry Street. That's where they all lost their virginities. I know where that house is. <laughs> there you go. That's all card. I got to say. I ain't got Yellow nothing card. else. <laughs> uh, Southern Air, check it out. I hope so, it doesn't uh, suck. Did they, did they still have the violin? They still have a violin yeah, in yeah. there. I like it's, that. I love the. I love that new. element to it's it. It's nothing new, but it's good. And didn't right. they do a cover of? Didn't they do a cover of for the Breakfast Club like 50th anniversary or something? 50 yeah. years, yes. <laughs> yeah, 50 years. The Don't You Forget About ago. Me. Quite possibly. Was that them? 
I thought that was newfound glory. As we all just look around and go, mm. man, nobody knows. They might have done that for Screen to Screen Hysteria, which is a uh, cover songs uh, right. from movies, but let's find out. All right, so we're we moving on to gay news. I'm going to take Jared's roll of uh, next. All right, moving on. <laughs> all right, am I? I'm, g- I'm so getting waved out the way like you. What? The, the soldier that uh, confronted Mitt Romney. Oh, I so, actually, yes. that seemed so awkward to they, me. They that, did sing that song. Oh, cool. Uh, that I did not watch like the, the video, but can you guys tell me what happened? Basically, a soldier was talking to Mitt Romney at a, at a stop. and Well, Romney, we, Romney got there, and he, he was at a, uh, it was a breakfast for, uh, was it Vietnam vets? Yes. For Vietnam vets, and he sits down with this guy who, uh, he, so he starts talking to him about, you know, whether he's going to vote for him. The husband. It's a 63-year-old gay veteran. Yes, yeah. Yeah. older guy. Yeah. What, what happened? So Romney starts talking to him, and um, the vet asks him, he's like, well, let me ask you a question. Yes or no? Don't need to go into anything more. But, um, you know, do you support same-sex marriage? And Romney kind of tiptoed around really answering the question. He's giving a yes or no. Basically said, well, you know... I'm gonna. I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. So went back and forth a couple of times, until eventually it was just like you know, the vet shook his hand and Romney left. Awkward. Aw- yeah, it was very awkward because he didn't realize the soldier was gay and he was sitting across the table from his husband. You're a veteran, Vietnam veteran. Yeah, wow. I have a question for you. Yeah, where did you serve, by the way? I served uh, in the army in 1966, 1967. 66 or 67. I was, uh, let's see, I would have been a... Uh, uh, I'm college kid. Uh, I was just getting out of college. I graduated from high school in 65. 65, and then I went to college for a year, and then I served my church for a couple of years. We're the same age. Yes, we are. We're the same age. My Appreciate your service. Yes, sir. Uh, New Hampshire right now has uh, some legislation taken around uh-huh. for the same-sex marriage. Yes. Uh, and all I need is a yes or a no. Okay. Do you support? I support the repealing. Repeal? I support the repeal of the New Hampshire law. I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. That's my view. Okay. That means that if you're in the White House, you will not support... Uh, any form of legislation that would change that so that servicemen would be uh, entitled to benefits like a man and a woman. Uh, If two men get married, uh, apparently a veteran's spouse would not be entitled to any burial uh, benefits or medical benefits or anything that the serviceman has uh, devoted his time and effort to his country. Uh, and you just don't support equality in terms of uh, same-sex marriage. I believe that marriage is a relationship between a man and a woman. Meaning? And the, Depart- and the uh, Defense of Marriage Act uh, that exists in Washington uh, today defines... Uh, uh, benefits uh, for whether for veterans or for non-veterans as between uh, married spouses and for me that's a man and a woman and, and we apparently well, disagree on that but it's good to know religion. how you feel that that's you do right. not uh, believe that uh, everyone is entitled to their constitutional rights no actually uh, I, I, think, uh, well, the I, time, think I think at the time the constitution was written it was pretty clear that marriage is between a man and a woman and I don't believe the Supreme Court has changed that Governor, we got to get on with Fox News right now okay. oh I guess the question was too hot no, I gave you the answer. I'll have a good day. You said you, had, you said you had a yes or no answer. I gave you the answer. You did, and I appreciate your answer. And you. you know, I also learned something, and uh, New Hampshire is right. You have to look a man in the eye to get a good answer. And you know what, Governor? 
Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good day to you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You are right about that. <laughs> Thanks. Good to meet you. Thanks, guys. Good Have to see you. Thank you. You too. So, Bob, what did you think of uh, his answer, Bob? Uh, he's not getting my vote. <laughs> what Can you elaborate he just, on what he, he told me that uh, I'm not entitled to constitutional rights. I think a man and a woman and a man and a man should be treated equal. What the hell's the difference? So were you undecided coming in today? Well, I was undecided. I'm totally convinced today that he's not going to be my president, at least in my book. At least Obama uh, will entertain the idea. This man is... No way, Jose. Well, take your no way, Jose, back to Massachusetts. Why do you feel so strongly about this? Because I'm gay, all right? And I happen to love a man just like you probably love your wife, all right? And I think that he or she or whatever are entitled to the same rights that I have. I went and I fought for my country. I did my thing. And I think that my spouse should be entitled to the same entitlement said if I was married to a woman. What the hell is the difference? As you were talking to the governor here, were you offended by his answer? Were Absolutely. I was definitely offended. He doesn't even open the door to, to a conversation. It's just a boom. But I did ask him yes or no. Um, so, I, you know, I got what I asked for. Are you a so, awkward conversation between Mitt Romney and a uh, the vet. Yeah. Definitely uh, priceless that the vet didn't admit that this was until Romney left the conversation. Thank you, Patty, whoever you are. Um, I mean, this is not surprising. I mean, honestly, Mitt is probably less conservative than a lot of his party. He really is. And he's a Mormon, and Mormons are really nice. All the Mormons I know are super nice. Uh, yeah, all the Mormons that I know are super Mormons nice. Mormons are well. nice as hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel bad because he's in this position where he has to be kind of a dick politically. Because he has to fit in with his party. Because Republicans are kind of dicks. Sorry. They are. Uh, a lot of them. I am Republican, so I can say that. Um, You're a log cabin Republican? No, I'm not a log cabin Republican. I'm registered Republican, so I can vote in the primaries and try to restore balance to the ah. force. But I do not actually ever vote for Republicans in the general election. And I'm sorry if you hear that and you're pissed off, but... That's what it is. Back to Mormons. The first time I ever hooked up with a guy ever, I was 16, he was Mormon. Really? And then a week later, when I went to go pick him up for like a follow-up, he wasn't there. But his older brother there was. And the second time I ever hooked up with a guy was with his Mormon brother. Now he's married in Montana with like four <laughs> kids. Uh, you know. So he's on that, that, that pilgrimage they do where they have to go out into the world. No, wait, that's their uh, mission. That's if they accept that, the mission. No, 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 I'm thinking of the, thinking the, the Amish. Amish. The yeah. rum, drum <laughs> You're thinking <laughs> Rub Springer. <laughs> yes. The Mormons don't have that? No. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see that reality TV show about, yes. about that? Yes. Amish in the city? The best it. movie documentary about Rub Springer is called The Devil's Playground. Yep. It's the age between like 14 and 1920 where they let them go out and to quote the English world, The Devil's Playground, to be tempted and then come back. They have, like a, they have like a like ninety five percent return rate. Like yeah. once they come out there and live it up, drug, booze, sex, crazy, they're all like, okay, I, I've had my fill. I want to come back and grow a beard and be Amish. Okay? Yeah, it's amazing that it works. So, um, kind of along these same lines, something I just read about the other day on um, Huffington, the first academic study of the repeal of "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" came out. They found no negative impact. Statistically, I mean, they did a whole study. Gee whiz. So, surprising no one, but Republicans. What were they going to expect to happen? I don't know, man. Like, one year after Don't Ask, Don't Tell gets repealed, like, we don't have an effective fighting force because we're trying to throw dildos at the enemy? <laughs> what, the, what the hell? Don't forget the, the frog. Commander Obvious came up with this one. Right. And the pestilence and the... 
The wailing and now, the gnashing of Now, there teeth. is a river of blood over in China right now. I don't know if you know that. That's because China has very low standards <laughs> when it comes to factory and pollution. You are our expert in Asian affairs. I am. Well, <laughs> you, you've been there. You've been there. You've done that. Mm. You have t-shirts. <laughs> Multiple. Asian invasion. That's right. So, um, surprising no one, of course. Don't ask to tell us awesome. So, well, the repeal of it. Comics. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm, yeah, glad yeah, you yeah. I'm glad you fixed that. Statement. Yeah, yeah. I had to go. The I repeal. Don't Post ask them. Tell us. Awesome. I didn't mean the repeal. Any. Don't quote that. Um, um, quote the whole thing. Oh, so, oh, 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 oh please um, stop us. I know what we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about you and I and the question going to celebration. <gasps> Star Wars I celebration. I left that off the thing. Well, let's jump right into that before we deal into the comic stuff because it's not really comics. Star Wars celebration year six. Of year it? six. This happened, what, three weeks ago, I think now? Yeah. Two or three weeks ago? We got a media pass to go to this convention, which was awesome, because it's fucking expensive. I didn't need the media pass, because I have other connections. That's right, you do. Mm-hmm. And you got to meet Chris Hardwick. I got to meet Chris Hardwick, <gasps> and my little... I, I just... I freaked. The Nerdist is a major, like, nerdy taunting. And he's a former comedian, former host uh, of... No, he's, he's a com- he's he's comedian. He's a comedian. Wait, the host of Singled Out? Yes! Yes! <laughs> But he is other things now. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yeah. That's a, that's how I know him. Golden ticket, Jenny McCarthy, single yeah. out. Wow, yeah. I forgot about Jenny McCarthy being on it. So he is this major like nerd forget- content. I, you know, whatever. that was the whole reason people how watched the damn show. But I mean, Not I guess us. it doesn't really appeal to this room. She was funny. I enjoyed Tease her. Tease galore, man. Exactly. I don't mind boobs. It's fine. Um, but no, so he was there and uh, hosting some stuff. I don't he know. was hosting panels, but I didn't get to see that. I only got to be there for a couple of hours. But it was super fun to walk around. See, it was cute. I mean, it's it's funny because like there's lots of Star Wars stuff to do. Yes. But unless you want to go to certain panels, you're just you're going to panels were outrageous. You had to wait in line for hours, and I know that's not uncommon. At Thursday, these big I didn't shows. have right. to. You're a Star Wars junkie. I like Star Wars. You went on Sunday, right? No, yeah, Which I room? went. It was fun. Why aren't you imagine, talking more? Imagine going to a, like a comic convention. Right. It's only about one comic book. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know... Everyone's dressed up as the same characters. <laughs> just thinking, yeah. It was like there's 8,000 Supermans. No, <laughs> there were 9,000 Slave Leias. No, there yeah, were there was, half... Of, no, no, half. No, uh, the problem uh, is half, were of, men. half of those bitches don't need to be in Slave Leia. There were guys in Slave Leia. It was no, like... No, I'm sorry. If, if that's like... If you have like 10 pounds of crap to stuff into like a five-pound bag, then... You do not dress up like Slave Leia. Nice. No, I got pictures with like a dozen Darth Mauls. It was, Did you? It was awesome. you love and Darth we saw Maul. the Star Wars in 60 Minutes. Did you guys see that? No, no. Oh, man. It was, the, last year it was Star Wars in 30 Minutes, and they did the original thing, just like improv. Drew right, got up right. and just ran through all the lines, did all these like funny things. Yeah. And uh, this, time, this year they did the prequels and the original trilogy. And it was hilarious. It was great. The it only was, panel. It was worth the price of admission. I went to two panels. I went to the nineteen or thirteen thirteen, the new game that's coming out that mm. looks amazing, and I went to the Anthony Daniels panel. And I will tell you right now, Anthony Daniels voiced or played C three PO, biggest faggot I've seen in like you know on stage and forever. Probably since I went to like Broadway. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Have since you ever seen yourself perform with since the I hosted mirror? the Hickman panel? Yes. What? Have you ever seen yourself perform with the mirror? No. Okay. Well, what do you mean by perform? Can we qualify this? I have a picture on my wow. phone of that. I have a mirror in my headboard, actually. You like, would. I took the picture and, like, I then I posed. Yeah. So that the. Never mind. That's okay. <laughs> you know, detail's good. So, um, Anthony Daniels pranced around for an hour. 
an hour doing this shtick about trying to like make fun of Star Wars fans, basically. And he brought people up on stage to answer Star Wars trivia questions that he couldn't answer. And he was just it was he was brilliantly like charismatic, but then he was kind of a dick to people too. It was kind of it worked, but it was just awkward. Is and C three PO? Yes. Mm. And then I, they, I can feel a little bit sorry for him. If you were C three PO and you've had people coming up to you for the last thirty years, yes, geeking out, nerding out, guys that live with their mom wanting you to like do shit and mm-hmm. talk to a robot and sign, dude. I can see a little. I can see the seed of bitterness having grown. But the man has made his. Millions by now, I'm sure, off of this thing. And he's still involved. He's a host of the Star Wars symphonic concert they do Mm -hmm. all over. So, I mean, the man has made a 30-year career out of, like, one series of movies he did. So, yeah, I could see him being a dick and kind of being bitter about it, but it's finance his whole damn career. But imagine how many other times he may have wanted to try and do something else artistically or creatively, and he's going to be always pigeonholed into that. No matter what he does... No matter how talented he is or, you know, qualified, he's always going to be the damn C-3PO guy. I have to agree with Justice. It's true. Hart refuses to sing these dreams anymore. And I want them to. I I love, dude. Hart Hart looks back on their career in the 80s and basically says, that was like coonery and buffoonery. We sold out. We sang songs we didn't write. We teased our hair. We did it. Those were our biggest hits. And it makes us infuriated, but it made us our money. And we admit that we sold out to do it. Hey, if you're on Netflix... Uh, the People versus George Lucas is a phenomenal documentary yes. that goes in and looks at the change of Star Wars fans from the original to when they redid the scenes and you know changed things and did Lucas really have the right to do that to your childhood memory and then into the anyway but it was a really informative documentary so if anyone's a Star Wars fan The People versus George Lucas is on Netflix available yep. streaming I don't work for Netflix I'm just saying we should have a Netflix promotion though yeah. that would have been very appropriate so um, we should all watch a movie on Netflix, like with our viewers, and do like commentary, like Mystery Science Theater <gasps> three thousand. We've talked about this. Actually... This is a very controversial topic, <laughs> but it should it should be to like the Rainbow Bright animated movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Or like He Man Shira Secret of the Jim. Sword. Jim. We'll, we'll do a we'll do a Kimbra. She's truly Jim. outrageous. Kimber is a dirty no, lesbian. Think about what? it. It's a nerdy show. Flame on new crossover where we do riff tracks for jamming the holograms. <laughs> You know Cap will be all Cap up on that. Cap is all over that. He practically is a hologram. Speaking speaking of Jem, have you seen the uh, jizz? The jizz yeah, episodes. I, jizz. I just saw that. Kimber's the dirty lesbian. Everybody needs an abortion. <laughs> Come to my concert and get an abortion. Motherfucking butterfly. I had never seen motherfucker, that. Motherfucker, motherfucker. Motherfucker, motherfucker. See, I'm so jealous. On my radio show, we're not allowed to curse in any way, shape, or form. Tuesdays at 4 o'clock on 91.5 FM, outlaworlando.com. But yeah, you can listen oh, to that if, radio if, if show. you watching the chat? Yeah. No, no, no. 75% of it's just. No, it's not. I just went in like three mm-hmm. times and was like, hey, but then no one talked back. Did you know every time I. I like, I, we can't even say like hell, damn, or ass in the show. Like, I, You can't say hell? No. Per FCC wise, you can, per the contract station on WPRK who I love and I'm very grateful they get yeah, exactly. but anyway but yeah for their rules we can't even though we have wow. you know like a 16 second delay, it's, so it really is the task of and I have to like wrangle in drunk drag queens and try and get them not to curse <laughs> every time wow. I guest star on the show I'm just like oh god please don't let me curse oh god please don't let me curse at my alma mater and shut down the radio show right oh god oh god uh, well, thankfully we don't have that limitation. So, um, fuck balls, ass. Exactly. Get out while you can. So let's fuck talk ass. about some comics because comics are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're gonna talk about the whole night. I don't know what this other shit was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look up the Google document. I don't no, know no, it's okay. 
we had a very busy last couple weeks. Okay, yes. I'd like to say that nobody nobody went to Dragon Con. Let's not talk about it. Please? Let's not talk about it. Ron is a huge fan of ours. Huge fan. Went to Dragon Con. Represented for us. Took a buttload of flyers. Represented yes. for what? That's why I brought it up. Bore on and for Barioki. Oh, and thank you so much, he Ron. And us interviews that we are going to be doing in the next couple weeks with comics creators that do gay web comics. So we will thank Ron. Oh my God, I didn't yeah. know that at all. Yes. Maybe I should actually look at the, the doc. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. If you come to Barioki more often, you can actually find this out because he's there all the time. Who? Oh. You, you can come to the Tuesday night Big black man, kind of crazy hair. <laughs> sings kind of crazy. Anyway, so Dragon Con, if you went, great. If you saw Ron, fantastic. Where I'm did sorry. Dragon Con take place? Atlanta, Georgia. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. I saw a YouTube video that had been posted uh, these two guys have been together a couple years. They recreated the wedding of North Star and Kyle. Black Kyle. Yep. So Black what they Kyle. did was they were dressed up as you know just a black guy in a tuxedo, and the other one was dressed up as North Star. And Doctor Stone was strange, just like someone was dressed up as Doctor Strange and yelling at everyone. But anyone else that was dressed as a hero was assembled to like watch the wedding. So when you first see it, you're like, oh, they're recreating the the issue of yep. Astonishing Action. But then you start looking at the audience and you realize that there's like the wrong characters are there and people are dead and there's like more than one Moon Knight and you're like, why is the wizard at the wedding of North Star? So then I start getting really pissed off that they're like really effing up the continuity of, of gay Marvel wedding. I was like, the lizard doesn't want to see them get married. He <laughs> doesn't even understand what's going on. Like, what are you doing? Actually, Northstar was our friend Brian that we met. Yes. At, uh, Wait, which one? The costume guy. Yeah. Well, Your buddy. He was. Oh, you as, know the guy that did. Yeah, it? Brian oh, that's and cute. his like sort of partner husband. I didn't know of. that. Yeah, that was the same guy. I didn't even see the pictures. Okay. What con did we go to? Uh, uh, both. Uh, Mer- no. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Heroes con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you, Ron. Like, we someone was dressed up as like the Red Skull, and like he's in the audience clapping for the gay wedding. You're like, no. Nazis don't like that. I Which thought is, it was going to be a funnier joke in my head. Yeah, I take that. No, no, it was, that was good. That's good. Failed miserably. So, um, in addition to that, oh. I went to... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just want to mention Paul, the gay comic geek, yeah, was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did Iceman. He yeah, it was good. He made his body blue. It was really good. <laughs> he just wore a pair of underwear. Is he still in good shape? Because the last time I saw him... Yeah, he was. He wasn't really kind of carrying he the standard has, of like sexy guy anymore. He still well. has eight abs, so I think that's good. Looking Were they mate. drawn on or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. The the one thing that you don't know, Justice, is that the question has this very soft spot for um, the gay comic geek. That's soft. Spot. That's cool. I don't have He's abs, awesome. but I play yeah. rugby and I like I kick ass and have a lot. Of See, I find that, that more attractive than no, the, the abs no. thing. So I don't know. You will be mine. Um, <laughs> you will. Oh be yes, mine. you will be mine. Keep the receipt. You don't even know it. <laughs> oh, nice. No Thank returns allowed. So uh, Baltimore Comic Con, amazing. I went up there with my brother. Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> Give your. You like Baltimore? Did it no. actually look like? The you lion? know what? I feel bad. I, I try to be all masculine shit, but the first thing that popped in my mind was Good Morning well, Baltimore from Hairspray. Every faggot thinks of that now. No. It's just the thing. I was at. The I'm wire. actually kind of embarrassed that, that that happened. The what? The Wire. Oh, The Wire. It's oh. great. Cho- great choice. So Baltimore is an awesome city. Went up there for the show. Got to meet one of our fans. Did you? Did I tell you guys about this? No. Allison found us on Twitter. Hi, Allison. She. Found me at the con because she knew I was going to be able to post. Like about she it. actively sought you out. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. She's walking she was around with your as, picture. <laughs> well, we were posting back and Have forth. Have you seen this man? Well, no. We were posting back and forth on Twitter, and her Milk phone cards. died. <laughs> and the last thing she said is, "I am a Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm dressed as Wonder Woman. I have blah, red uh, 
you know, Chuck's on, find me, <laughs> or, or or just that. And I'm, I'm wandering around. dressed as a superhero. Find me. I know. It was kind of tough. But um, we ran into each other, and she loves our show. She's from D.C. She does like, uh, oh, God, I forgot what she does. Uh, but she's really nice. Introduced me to her friends and family. Anyway, she listens. It's awesome. Thank you. Very and cool. I got to hang out with the Comic Book Bears, uh, one of our friend shows, uh, Bill Z and Justin A. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of, what? Is this pr- trip for business or pleasure? Listen. Listen, well, I was with my brother who's straight and staying with a friend of mine. You hooked up with your brother? Ugh, no. No, that's not hot. I don't care. It's not hot. Um, to him. Stop whispering, Orals. What are you doing? Nothing. What? What? <laughs> I'm behaving myself. No, that's not. what I'm doing. You're editing yourself? He's okay. biting his tongue. Mm. So, uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun, and we got to meet Bill Z and Justin A. They were great. The Marvel Now panel. I want to talk about this because we're going to get into Marvel Now for a little bit. This Marvel is the big now. Marvel Don't reboot. call it a reboot. Don't call it a reboot. Relaunch. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Don't, right. <laughs> Relaunch. Sorry, not Justice. reboot. You're right. Relaunch. And they talked about it after an awkward introduction with Mar- Mark Wade and uh, What do you Tom mean Brubor. by an awkward introduction? They didn't get their video working, so they were basically vamping, and they asked for questions from the audience, and Mark Wade's fucking around with his iPad, and the iPad comes up finally on the video, and it shows a bunch of DC comics that he had been downloading. So that was a little awkward. Because um, you know, he's like, oh, well, look, I bought Phantom Stringer. And then he actually made a dig at um, uh, the Dio. What did he say? He said something like, oh, no one would read that crap, you know, blah, blah, Phantom Stranger. Because it was garbage. Well, beyond that, just kind of a dig at these. And he apologized later in the panel for it. But uh, anyway, Marvel Now, big relaunch, kind of influenced maybe by the DC New 52. No, I think. They learned a bunch of lessons from that. They well influenced. Th- th- yeah, because people aren't angry at Marvel now because they're keeping continuity, but everything is fresh as though it were just the first comic book, as if they did relaunch. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's uh they've done a whole new art style in a lot of cases. They've they've relaunched the creative teams. I mean, it is kind of a relaunch, but it's uh I don't know. It's pretty much the same thing, but they kept the continuity, which is the right. thing that people hated about right. the new new fifty two. So it, it'll be interesting though, because I mean, as a, I've been collecting comics since I was six. That's the whole reason I'm here is for like the comic book thing. But uh, you know, I was a Marvel kid my entire life. Only got into DC when like Sinestro core kind of came about came about, and then started backtracking. I love Johns, followed his writing, and for the first time, I think maybe in my entire life, when I was looking at my monthly subscription order, the number of DC comics actually outnumbered the number of Marvel comics. I so was when, there for that. I never thought that would have that would have happened. That was when it happened, but is that sustained? Oh yeah, it's been that way now for several months. Okay, I, mean, okay. I basically I mean I'm I'm kinda looking for the Marvel now to you uh, you know to, to maybe the balance. create some of the characters. I think I think the I don't know, I, I think the characters have I think Marvel's been relying too much in the last couple of years on big giant crossover events, and they're not epic anymore. Like, oh, Planet Hulk, we're so scared. Oh, Secret Invasion, what the hell is going on? Oh, this is happening. Oh, Civil War. Well, okay, oh, 50 wait, State but, Initiative. Okay, no, no, no. Let's do this. Okay, Civil War was decent. House of M, great. Planet Hulk was fantastic. No, no, yes, no, no. What? I'm not no. digging them. Planet just... Hulk was good. World War Hulk was. T- Oh, no, no, I'm no, no, sorry. No. Yes, you're right. No, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Planet yeah, Hulk yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. World War Hulk sucked. Yes. Secret Invasion, I didn't dislike. I'm well, just talking about, but, I'm not saying I dislike it, but I'm saying rather than focus on good story writing yeah. and good character development, which I think DC's writers are blowing Marvel out of the water with right now, mm-hmm. I think that Marvel is relying on you know big, grandiose stories and yeah. not so much individual characterization. Well, we'll get into that when we get into the major books of the month, because I think that oh, never mind. DC... No, it's okay. DC, yes, but 
No, we'll talk about that. So, real quick, Marvel Now, big relaunch. First book out of the gate is Uncanny Avengers. Did we talk about With that Rick last time? Remender. Rick Remender. Rick Remender is He's one of the, doing the flagship books. best writers now, I think, in comics, other than maybe Jonathan Hickman. Who What's I he on right love. now? He is on Secret Avengers, Uncanny X-Force, and I think that's it. Oh, Venom. He just, he just left Venom. Venom. So this is a team coming right out of the AVX thing where it will be uh, kind of like, let's bridge the gap, uh, have some Avengers, have some X-Men. I have the lineup as Captain America, Havoc, Rogue, Scarlet Witch, Thor, and Wolverine. Yes. So it's an equal balance, and there's going to be more people added. He was just on Word Balloon. Uh, oh, what did he say? Uh, basically, it was him and Brevoort doing like a Marvel telecon, you know, with all the different... Right. And just kind of saying, first big villain, Red Skull. Yeah. With his U-Men or something. Kind of like an alternate X-Men, yeah. but, but very like uh, intolerant sort of, you know, of course, Nazi And it's stuff. Nazis. Who doesn't like Nazis. Nazis? Exactly. And then they're going to have some X-Men villains like they don't Apocalypse. Like they announced that. Yeah. So. That's huge because right now in Candy X-Force has Kid Apocalypse, who may or may not be bad. Or, I'm loving that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. that. So, no, um, yeah. And then also we have all new X-Men. Well, hold on. Art by John Cassidy, who, who has not been in comics for forever. Yeah. Like since so, like Planetary. The premise right? for that's kind of cool. I'm just reading that right now here in front of me. Which one? Uh, all new X-Men. The premise for that. So Bendis has decided, like, Bendis is a huge X-Men fan. He has been for years. He just came off the Avengers. He's actually finishing all that up. And he is going to do a, re- a relaunch of X-Men where it's the old school first five X-Men brought to current day. Yeah, like Jean Grey, Cyclops, Iceman when he was only Snow, Beast before he had fur, and Angel when he just had Rumble. And Hoves. This is this no just says X-Men plucked from different points in time. See, I think they're so, all from the first class, but I'm not sure. Maybe not. Well, we don't know. we know is just the first team, the initial team. So they come up to current day, and then they mix them in with their the the people who are around, like Beast. He's on the group. Uh, Cyc- supposedly, although we don't know how it's going to play out, the current Cyclops is going to be involved. Somehow. Yeah, he's on the cover. Yeah, that they showed. Uh, we got uh, the new ice, the current Iceman, who's like crazy powered, can clone himself, all this crazy shit. Right. Bobby matured. Yeah, oh, powers yeah. and he grew up. No, yeah, and well, the big thing is this is big spoiler for AV. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. X number 11 is that Xavier's dead. So they're coming to the future and they're like, wait, Jean Grey is dead and went crazy? Cyclops killed Xavier? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that's why I think they decide to stay and try and help like mold the future to something better. Which this is going to be interesting because is it going to be the time travel story where they try to fix the pa- uh, fix the whatever? I mean, I don't know how it's going to work. 
It's kind of like Days of Future Past, um, but like no. reverse. But they're not going to be just like here and then gone. They're sticking around. No. Bendis says this is a this isn't a reincarnated Jean. It isn't a clone. This is Jean Grey. She's coming here wide eyed open, but she has to remember she's coming into a world where she's died. So she's looking at everything kind of like you said, with, with realizing how these relationships have changed, how yeah. the world has changed. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I I like Bendis a lot. I don't like some of the stuff he's doing in Avengers more recently. But, like, Powers is still amazing, and all of his old stuff's great. So I'm really curious. So, anyway, and art by um, Eminem, who is adorable. Yeah. Let me just tell you, I what? talked to Stuart at Charlotte. You talked to him, too, right? No. Oh, God, is this how you... No, no, is no. This another story no, about how no, you stalked I'm not the, this is the one I stalked. I, I, I talked I to... I Jimenez's number, if you want it. Phil was, Jimenez and I text dirty to each other. That was No shit. Oh, that's right. He was on your show a while ago. Oh yes, we're gonna talk about some stuff off the air because he's my favorite dirty little comic dude. Artist. I I would like to get him actually on here. Phil Jimenez, he, is the tits, dude. He, he, is, he is a badass man. I man. love his. Uh, what did he? He does oh. Ferris most recently. What is it? Ferris. Like yeah, spinoff. There was something yeah. I read not too long ago where he did a lot. Anyway, he's all he's all just bitter because Blackest Night killed off Tempest, and that's a character that he created. And he's like, oh, God damn you! Oh, that's sad. So, um, uh, Eminence, Stuart and um, Catherine, adorable. <laughs> Canadian couple, so sweet. Talked to them for like 10, 20 minutes at the con. Stuart's just so meek and mild and awesome. His art's awesome. Next wave is amazing. So, that, oh, and Magneto's on it. Magic's still going to be around. I mean, they're mixing all these different eras of the X-Men um, yeah. together. Why so. is Hulk wearing like armor and whatever? He's wearing like ooh, silver. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, well, okay, so actually. Look at this Hulk. Go look ahead. Look at this Hulk. Okay, so it's the indes- uh, indestructible Hulk. And he's got the green his, uh, one. Like, little shield, like flying robot. He's got a skeet. So here's the deal. Marvel Now panel at, at Baltimore. Uh, Mark Wade was on the panel with Brevort. He said he is going to write out that little robot like after a couple issues no. because it's stupid. He didn't say it was stupid, but he says he's going to write it out. He explained the armor. The armor is not for the Hulk. The armor is for Banner when he goes back into that form so he doesn't get like killed and so okay. he actually has clothing on I want so the un- sense un- that yeah. actually that's does. like the new Green Lantern having a gun but we'll talk about that later yeah, yeah we'll get to that but, did, did you talk about Iron Man the relaunch of Iron Man how his, his armor change not yet um, actually I don't think it's, Iron Man's on here but that's Kieran it, Gillen yeah. and Greg Land yep. I mean, the artwork for it looks really good but it's changing the scheme to like a yellow yes. and black and this is like my if you're like a big old school comic fan this is like a flashback I was immediately thinking of M2 the MC2 universe where they, where Spider-Girl lived after she oh, debuted at a wow. what if and the armor is reminiscent of uh, of A-Next the next generation of, of Avengers and Mainframe who was supposed to be the you know counterpart to Iron Man uh-huh. had that sa- it's the exact same color scheme for Mainframe from like like the late '90s M2 universe, and I'm adorable. I never realized that, that connection. Shit. It looks great. I mean, Kieran Gillen's killing it on Journey into Mystery, so I'm kind of curious how he does. Let's move on, though. Hickman is relaunching the Avengers, and I'm excited about this because I love Jonathan Hickman. He has got the movie cast, basically all the ones you saw in the Avengers movie, plus Captain Marvel, the new Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. This is what's shocking to me: is he's adding a new mutants. He didn't just bring X-Men. He already had that. He's bringing Cannonball and Sunspot from the New Mutants onto the team. That's a huge step up from their, uh, you know, New Mutants era, you know? Yeah, Because they just I don't agree. really get no, respect. No, you're right. He's all about the obscure characters and characters of all ages and kids. And yes, that's true. Uh, although, Jesus, they they not can't be kids anymore. They, well, you know, I, you, know you, you can do a lot with those characters because they have history going back to the mid-'80s. When oh, you yeah. go back and actually look and see, you have a whole history of continuity that you can follow up and that you know builds 
well-versed, knowledgeable, trained mm -hmm. mutants that can do something other than just be, you know, ancillary characters. Yeah, yeah. well, and I if, love Cannonball. So and I'm if afraid. Havoc can make it to the uh, Uncanny Avengers, listen, I mean, you leave Havoc alone. Look, look, oh. let's be real. I think it's X Factor shitty. is <gasps> where good good mutants go to die. You take oh. that back. You take that back. X Factor Oral. is no, it's true. Oral. It's true. No, I've I love having a soft spot for the new mutants. I yeah. love the new mutants. Mm -hmm. They, you're right. They don't get any respect, but X Factor, bop, bop. You're crazy. Wow. Peter David is killing out on X Factor. No, nobody knows about it. it. Nobody it's knows good. about it. But it's, it's awesome. good. But what it's you, what book are you most sad about? That's you know stopping as a result of the whole Marvel now and whatever mm. we're calling uncanny, it. Uncanny Uncanny X-Men. That book although they relaunched it, you know, back Uncanny X-Men or X-Force. No, Uncanny X-Men. Cuz Uncanny X-Force is going on. Uncanny X-Men is dead. They're killing it. You want to know why? Because it's not any good. I love it. I love Kieran Gillen's work on it. Well, you know what? The I Sinister think... Army of Clones with that, all the dude, metal. I had to dude, stop buying that. that. It was stupid. I yeah. love it. I love it. You know it. what? But this is from a man Who's still crying oh, over Jesus. Omac? Listen, you leave my Omac alone. Omac was awesome. Did you also like Justice League International? No, that was I terrible. loved that book. No, I know you did. <laughs> Although really Judd good. Winnick wrote that, I like Judd. Anyway, sorry, we're digressing. I'm really sad that Avengers Academy is ending. I've now lived... it's Avengers Arena. I know. I just read about like that freaking too. Um, Avengers Academy Hunger Games, was neat. Battle Royale. Battle Royale, exactly. New characters. How long could that go on for? How I many are they going to kill? It says it's a new here, uh, 16 young heroes from the Marvel Universe, and it gives all the examples, blah, blah, blah. And a host of new characters are pitted against each other in a killer-be-killed reality show. Well, it's show Arcade from uh, the Mojoverse. Yep, yep. You want know what? Arcade. They did this in, in DC with the Teen Titans, yeah. and it was absolutely terrible. Really? The it was calling? Like the wor oh, yeah, the calling. Yeah. It was the worst thing. And this guy named Harvest was like, you know, oh, you guys be put in this pit and fight each other, and oh yes, well now you guys all broke out. Well, I wanted you to break out because I wanted you to be really good, and now this is all according to plan. And then he just leaves. And you're you like, know, wait, what? <laughs> do you know anything about the guy who's writing this? His last name is Hopeless. Dennis, Dennis Hopeless. Hopeless. I'm Hopeless. curious because he's only done some Marvel like uh, year year zero, year one, or whatever. Yeah, those and traits. they're giving him season two months. Months. He's getting another. Are book. you talking about season one? I'd like to point out he doesn't even have an entry in Wikipedia. No, no, no. I looked him up earlier. There was an article on one of the comic sites because I hadn't heard of him. I'm like Hopeless. Who's yeah. this guy? And like he said, he's done like these Marvel year ones, uh, season one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so he's getting a, a, a arena, and he's getting Uncanny X Force. Yes. Which is a total reboot. No, no, no. Oh, no? wait, he's getting Uncanny X-Force? Yes. He's getting Cable and X-Force. Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong about that. We have it up There's here. There's two different... You're right. Cable was gone. He's what getting... Paying attention Cable's to? come back, but oh he's in, like, stasis. Oh, my God. Cable and he gets a crazy back. weird arm thing. It's weird. So he's coming back with Hopeless is writing that. Yeah. With Domino and Cy uh, Colossus and uh, uh, Dr. Nemesis. Dr. Nemesis, who now looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then Uncanny X-Force is by Humphreys, who's a, another Facebook friend, Sam Humphreys, who did the... Uh, Ultimate Comics Ultimates right now. Which and is he great. And he did that Our Love is Real. Our Love is Real. Really weird. So if you have not checked out this indie comic called Our Love is Real... Still waiting for you to finish Sacrifice. Just oh, putting that out there, Sam. Yeah, Self-published. So um, he's taking Uncanny X-Force and I guess picking up with Psylocke as the leader. I didn't realize uh -huh. And Storm's that. on the team, who you don't think of as like a covert no, assassin. No, which but... is cool, but Spiral... Really? Ooh, she fits the MO for that. But team. she's a bad guy. I just spiral. I know, I know. Are I mean, there really lines of good and evil anymore? Well, she was always a bad guy though. She's yes, never been a good but guy. But really, are there any more lines? I don't know. She's never been bad, bad. She's, she's a just, mojo like yeah, whatever she's been assassin bad by person. Proxy. I guess. I don't know. She had anyway, nothing better to do. I guess not. She so, was bored, Mojo anyway, gave her something to do. Let's got lots of arms. Captain America by Remender Romita. This 
I'm interested in, and I supposedly the, the art they've leaked. The artwork looks really good in the recent Marvel previews, which I pick up. But every what's week. the deal with the little girl? And there's supposedly something in her hand. He goes Captain to like America rapes dimension. little girls in this new series. It's just no, awesome. That's a Rick Remender thing. I they did it back in the '40s, so it's Shut okay. Shut up. No, he goes to like bunch Hitler raped little girl. He said he didn't want to do any World War II stuff because yeah. Brubaker done that so. Oh, well. Brubaker so, killed that. Yeah. So he went to. Uh, he's going to like Dimension Z. He's going to like another dimension, and Is he's that it? going. Where there. you're allowed. He's well, got like a little scruff. Does he have a little scruff going? No, he's got a face mask. Oh, well, he changed his outfit. Like a, yeah, 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 it's like a full mask. They're going like for the it. movie stuff, really. I totally missed that. But so I see people Choke on a cookie. <laughs> so, Anyways, um, what's the deal with the little girl, though? She has something we don't in her... know yet. It's it's, gonna be it's I already told you! Oh, no, God. Um, so, we also have uh, F4, F4, Fantastic Four and that FF. That looks ridiculous. Both by my, one of my favorite writers, Matt Fraction. And as long he, as he's not doing a big event. Yes. Listen, he is awesome. Let me just no, tell you right he now. Is. He and his wife Kelly Sue DeConnick, I love. I love. Do you know what he did for his kid's birthday? He made a paper city so his kids and his kids' friends could dress up as monsters and knock it down. Godzilla. Like, yes. You know what he also That's did? That's amazing. Fear Shut itself. up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Oh God! There's another one of those things I was talking about. Yeah, Fear Itself wasn't War. great. Who Whatever. remembers Chaos War? I, um, he didn't do the Chaos War. No. Okay. I just want to throw that. Um. So he's <laughs> rebooting that. FF also. Fantastic Four is going. I didn't know about this time travel thing. Yeah, the, the Fantastic Four. They're going on a a trip through time and taking the kids. It's gonna be some crazy adventure. But the one that really stuck out to me was FF. Yeah. When while they're gone on the future time foundation. Trip, yeah, future foundation is it's gonna be um, Ant Man. Ant Man. Scott Lang, uh, Medusa. She-Hulk, Medusa, and Miss Thing, which is a new character, some girl in a robotic suit that looks like the Thing. Miss Thing, I love that. Out, she has like, this pink hair. She's not even black, though. Like, if you're going to call her Miss Thing, at least make it like a sister. That's why she's right, not. Right, Oral? That, Amen. That's why she's not Miss Thing, black. all right. Miss Thing, yeah. That's, she's not Miss Thing. Get it right. I'm a rich white woman on the inside. <laughs> what I am most excited about FF is it's got Mike Allred doing the art, and Allred has done some amazing indie Allred, stuff. Allred. Did he do the X-Force, the crazy X-Force with dupe? Ecstatics. Yes. X-Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X-Force morphed oh, into that and then yes. it was Ecstatics. That's him. Oh, That's him. Where they, um, where they were celebrities and they killed each other. Yep. They all died every yep. couple episodes. Well, I don't know if he, he didn't write it. That was Milligan, but he did the art. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. A very distinct, it's very, very pop art yes. looking. And, you know, so this is going to be, a, I don't, are they trying to build it as more of a a serious book or kind of a not so serious FF book? FF is not Kind of like the misadventures of when yes. the Fantastic yes. Four are gone. FF right now, the way These Hickman bumblers will somehow save the world. Mm-hmm. It is exactly like that. So, yeah. No. Um, so, we See, got I know stuff. Jason Aaron on Thor, God of Thunder. That looks absolutely amazing because it's with, Thor when he was a, like a youth, so like a teenager, just becoming a warrior and coming down to Earth and fighting with the... Uh, is it called God Scandinavians of or, or something? And then, Adventure yeah. And, the and then... No, God of Thunder. And then he... It's modern-day Thor. When he's on the adventures, going to space and doing all these things. Right. And then it's Thor as the last king of Asgard, like, thousands of years in the future. Right. And, like, something's gone horribly wrong. And the villain is this guy who chases him sort of throughout the ages of, this, like, this god murderer, this god killer. Uh, evidently, they're saying that in the book, they're going to show him in three different yep. different eras. A young, hot-headed god at the Viking Age. I could have sworn I just said that. So <laughs> we're nobody skip likes that. An accomplished and legendary Avenger. And this description's better. An aging king of a broken future Asgard. We're going to skip that. You didn't say broken future Asgard. 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 
Oh, and that's Lord. all the Marvel now. I'm excited wait, for wait, all wait, of wait. them. Wait, 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 wait. Well, Wade, Wade, and you. We are talked about Indestructible Hulk. We, just, we did. Yeah, he, but, he covered it. But yeah. Wade and you, Lanil, you is back on Marvel. No, no. Which I'm excited. Is yeah. Deadpool, X Men Legacy, Thunderbolts. Thunder. Oh, that's right. Wait, wait. What are they doing with Thunderbolts? Uh, Daniel Way's writing it. Oh fuck that shit. The new uh, line. Of, the new done. line. We're of done. Consist, <laughs> we're the done. new lineup consists of Deadpool, Elektra, Punisher, yeah, Venom, and is led by Red Hulk. Yeah, no, I don't care. So let's move on. That Any books, books? That book's been through a lot. <laughs> so uh, who's reading Manhattan Projects besides me? I started reading it. I actually liked it a lot. See, you know okay, what? wait a minute, wait a minute. So I was all excited about Profit and and Manhattan Projects. You, and you, let me let me please let me give credit where credit is go. due. Please do. I'd like to you, hear this told me to read Profit, you told me to read Manhattan Projects, and like I said before, you were right about how good it is, but you can't pitch worth shit. Well, You should have told me listen. Profit is just like heavy metal. <laughs> Are you saying... Oh, no, Don't make me. Mm. <laughs> Don't okay. make me, because okay. I will raise this place to the ground. Um, <laughs> Manha- Manhattan Projects yes. is alternative history, mm-hmm. and think of it as like Warehouse 13 on... On steroids and acid. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Jonathan Hickman. It's Jonathan Hickman. Friend of our show, Nick Patara, mm-hmm. who's adorable. And then um, Profit yeah. is just like heavy really? metal. Wait a minute. Hold on. You <laughs> think Nick is Patara like is adorable? You can't meet him and not love him. But you think he's adorably attractive? Mm, I don't want to fuck him like you do. Who is this okay. guy? He's uh, the artist on Manhattan Projects. He, uh, I did a panel with him, Hickman, okay. and uh, Ryan Bodenheim. And I was this big thing about hot daddies and comics. Restraining order number six. Listen, listen. Nick begged, like, he was like, I have to be on the hot daddies of comics. I said, well, now that I know what you look like. I thought you said Nick Patera. I was like, isn't he like a YouTube guy that sings like a girl? Oh, wow. He's the guy that can can shift his voice from their mind. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't watch those things. He sings to himself. He sings all the parts because he has a falsetto voice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, Nick Patera, adorable guy. So uh, I want to be hot daddy of comics. Number eight just came out, right? Six. Eight. I want to say eight? eight. Well, they did just put out the trade. The trade, yeah. Uh, one through five just came out. I think it's six then, because it's a red cover. I have it here somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. Either, Great uh, book. I it was eight. Either way, but but the, that German rocket scientist. Oh, Helmet. yeah. That was kind of sad. That, but I yeah, love Star I City. I felt bad like, for a second for a Nazi. Um, so another great book, and I don't think anyone else read this but me, is Black Kiss. You should be ashamed oh of yourself. Oh, my God. By Shaken. Shaken. Just looking at a couple of pages, I'm ashamed for you. Ashamed. Listen, old, dirty man, classic, like, done some amazing. American Flag is one of the cool indie books from the 80s. Totally dirty about this uh, demon that fucks a guy on the Titanic. The guy gets the demon seed in him and is now immortal and goes back, survives the Titanic, and starts to like have sex with starlets in Hollywood and passes on the demon seed so he has like a companion. It's fucked up. I and think we're all dumber from even having heard that no, no, no. description. This is what it. you're missing. No, I'm not. Shaken no. is writing and no. drawing this. Penises aplenty. I'd rather Lots of rape penis. myself. What are they well, attached to, Brian? Men and women. We're going to Alan Moore territory right now. This is totally... No, this is even weirder than fish Weirder than fish penis? Weirder than fish dicks. Sex scenes with the old grandma Meemaw from uh, Titanic. (laughs) No. But if you are interested in Shaken and you don't mind some penis, check out Black Kiss. It is not bad. You know what actually isn't typically Alan Moore, but very good? Fashion Beast. Please, talk about it. Which is... Alan Moore decided to watch Paris is Burning, and it's Paris is Burning. 
And she's voguing. It's a good it, documentary. Yeah. Did yeah, you like? I, I have to ask you this because I don't think we've talked. Did you like the picture I posted on the Flame On I page? I saw that, and I was just like, "That is not." Wait a minute. I did have a fan and a cigarette, and I think Eric <laughs> held my fan for me. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, and he said, "Girl," but he's like mm-hmm. talking to a girl. Anyway, I had to post that. So, um, great. Uh, it's a six issue thing. It's a six issue run. screenplay that Alan Moore wrote back in the eighties for that Laurent. Uh, you know, I didn't follow all the stuff that we, I read about it, but supposedly, like it's it's influenced Madonna. It's the Vogue, like that's yes. what she was doing. She was yes. voguing, and so. they they mention all the. The voguing houses, yeah, and the performance houses. But it's this really weird cool. alternate oh, world. Yeah. It's this weird world where you everybody's wrong, fashion it, yeah. obsessed. It's weird. And the extravaganzas. Oh. So, not the Revlons. I don't know. Lock and Key Grindhouse. Talk about it. That was baller. Yeah. It was like in the nineteen twenties. Nineteen twenties, and these like Canadian gangsters show up at the house, and the family that's currently living there. And they think they're going to, like... Canadian gangsters? Yes, Canucks. They exist. And they go, and... It's it's really... He writes it with, like... uh, What is it when you spell out how they're actually saying it? Onomatopoeia? No. Or help me out here. Anachronism? No, when you say something... Like, (laughs) if you say something funny, but you spell out how it sounds with words. Onomatopoeia? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Phonetic spelling, and it's absolutely hilarious, but it's, like, the old, like, pulpy noir thing. And they're trying to, like, rape all the women in in this house. Oh, so they're raping women, Ah, but, you know, when you talk about penises and and succubus. They try to talk about Captain America raping an eight-year-old girl, and everyone just gets up in arms. But, of course, they don't get that far because of the keys. Like, one of the guys, he, the, one of the girls is about to get raped. She puts the guy through, uh, she goes through the, use the gender key door thing. No? No so idea. she turns into a boy, he turns into a girl. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what happened to Black <laughs> you know actually. You still haven't read Lock and Key. No, I haven't. It's true. I'm sorry. I love Joe Hill. We, you know what? Uh, volume 1 finally came back in the print after, like, three weeks or a month yeah. of just being out of print. And my sales for Lock and Key sucking. So you want me to buy it? Yeah, you you own it, don't you? My brother lent it to me. Yeah. Oh, read it. Okay, yes, sir. Dang. Okay. Calm down. I Listen, will. you're no, selling you're it. selling it's people on like the a... chat with Manhattan Projects. Nobody's paid attention to the chat in the last I like half an hour. I'm looking at it. Mm. Dirty old men. I don't know who these people are because they use weird <laughs> and Justice has stopped talking to them. So you know. Um, well, was, but this was just the yes. one and done for Lock and Key. And then was it Joe Hill writing it too? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. And then and now. Uh, they're going to start the ne- the final arc oh. of, called Omega. It starts in November. Yes, I do want to read it. It's not. It's not. I just you know. So let's get into some of the major books now. We'll do Marvel first. Can we talk about Uncanny X Force. Of course, Final Execution. Yeah. So it's this is the end of the Remender run. So crazy. Yeah. I have maintained all along. If you are an old school X Men fan, Uncanny X Force is your book now. Because like you guys were saying, Uncanny X Men. Eh, I like it, but you know, it's not for everyone. Um, Uncanny X-Force picks up all those old threads. It deals with X-Force as an execution squad. And what does that mean? It has Apocalypse. It has the new Brotherhood. They reintroduce the Brotherhood yeah, of Mutants. with Dakin's behind it all. With bisexual, badass, uh-huh. evil Wolverine son. Sabretooth and Mystique and yep. the Shadow King via Farouk. Farouk is. is his and host there's name one more I'm missing. Oh, that skinless man who I don't understand. I don't get yeah. where he. I don't. That's I that's the thing I don't understand at all. But you know, and they killed Phantom X. <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh, they no no no. So they killed Phantom X, and they keep bringing his corpse back. I know. Back, which they is throw it in the up. room with Kid Apocalypse, who they've kidnapped, and they want to like, psychologically torture him. 
into apocalypse. Leave him in the room with his uncle Cooster's Uncle Cluster. Cluster. Clusters. I say Cooster. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, this dead body and is one of his old apocalypse's old armor things. Yeah, because they wanted to put it on and try to uh, you know save uh, or or fight back. Basically, it's fucked up. And you know, I I'm sad that Remender is leaving, but I will say. Overall, the book as a 30-some-odd, you know, series is going to be amazing. The Dark Angel saga alone was just epic. No, yeah. This, for a while, it was like, is he ever going to, like, bounce back and make something worthwhile to put the ball up for that? And this is really doing it. Yeah. Um, and Phil Noto's doing the art right now, and it looks amazing. So No, yeah. Um, the, wait, wait. Go ahead. And the uh, – I just want to say, remember the very first arc they were on that the ship flying to go kill Apocalypse? Yeah. And do you see what they were doing this past issue? No, what was they were all on the ship flying to go kill Apocalypse. Oh, so it's I like see what they the did whole there. thing is like mirrored itself. But everyone has had these life changing experiences. Oh yeah, kind of like Breaking Bad, where you see the characters are actively changing and making different decisions and becoming like worse. Right. And uh, and like Deadpool, who couldn't kill the kid at first, this issue ends with a cliffhanger. Yeah. And he's pointing the gun at the kid's head. So. Yeah, it's it's um uh, it's a great series. It's gonna be really one of those things you hold up and just uh, Hawkeye. Still gold. Aja. Defy Aha. The, the sophomore slump. Matt Fraction. Two issues in. Amazing. Pizza Dog is still there. I've been hearing positive things about it, but I haven't picked it up. What's the, what's the premise so of the So you know who series? Hawkeye is? I He's, know who he is. Okay. I even have the old miniseries from the 80s, but the newest you know, reincarnation of Hawkeye is his own, having his own book. What, what's the angle here? Honestly, the angle is just a little one and done. He's helping out his friends, or he's in a... In the second one, he's like busting up a it's ring It's when of, he's not... In costume, being Hawkeye. Well, of. he is in costume briefly, but yeah, he's like yeah. Uh, James well, the Bond, first one, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Super yeah. spy, and he brings the chicken. With yeah, him. but he's a man of the people. He's the Hawkeye from Young Avengers. Yes, yeah, not the chicken. It's Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Isn't that kind of pedophilic. No, he's well, a dirty old man. Yeah, there's that. Hawkeye rapes eight-year-old girls. Maybe like twelve. It's a Marvel trend, know. apparently. She's, she's no, like, she's she's. She's There's no way she's 18, is she? No, yeah, she's got to no, no, be. No, no, they're, they're around 18 now. The younger yeah. man I guess she old. must be for them to make this story legal because there's clearly some tension going on, but he's, he could be her father. Wibbly wobbly, time you know what I mean. So, um, Layla. Although, although can, I just, can I just I, say in the, uh, what is it, the fight books for AVX, yeah. um, Hawk has a dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, yeah. Point I, blank shooting angel. Hawk is not a likable character, but in this, not he can help it. but love yeah, him. Yeah, no, he's a lovable Sorry. rogue. He's a rogue. I mean, he's a Han yeah. Solo. Um, but Matt, Solo. yeah, Matt Fraction. There's really only one rogue. It. I love oh, her. No, 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 so it, 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 rather <laughs> Sorry. than being like a story, it's more of just, it's just developing the they're characterization right. of Clint Barton. You got it. Okay. So far, they got might you. do a little bit of an arc, but they're trying to go for more one and done sort of things. So. <laughs> um, yeah, one yeah, and done. I know. I know. Um, what about Ultimate Spider-Man? I'm not reading this. At Ultimate all. Spider-Man is decent. Yeah. He finally got web shooters in this last issue. What decent? That was awesome. Wait that was a like when he has had web shooters. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Spider-Man is great, and I don't want to talk about it because I finished it. Yeah. Um, oh, I it. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to spoil. Right. Um, Sp- Ultimate Spider-Man has been good. Oh, that's right. This is Miles Morales. This is the ultimate one, so he doesn't have web shooters until, I guess. Exactly. I right. Gotcha, I gotcha. Aunt Can May I just... decides to give him Peter shooters as sort of like, here, go and be Spider-Man. It's like giving her blessing. It was very like Obi-Wan giving Luke the lightsaber kind of thing, and... 
seeing him try and like learn how to use them was like priceless. Yeah, it was great. I just want to say that in doing my preparation for this podcast and listening to some of y'all's older shows, one thing you need to work on, especially oral, you can't just say, "Oh, by the way, spoilers." This is what happened. Like you say spoilers and you jump. You need to like give like at least one second for me to hit the freaking pause button because they're like spoilers. This is who died. You're like, uh, well, you, well, you can't just say spoilers a, and I have to like act at the speed the of light. See, was, you didn't was, listen. You didn't listen back far enough. We've already told our listeners that this is a sometimes a spoiler heavy thing well, because this is a, like a week later. It or is like one of those things that people would actually criticize. No, no, no. It's a valid really point. Funny. We've had other people say <laughs> that we I just spoil things really funny. <laughs> a little too readily. Do you think whatever? A, let's be real. A bottle of wine and I actually give a damn. <laughs> at point. And girl, you've been working for how long? Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, <laughs> I miss you, but fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Oh. We got a question in the chat room if we're going to dress up for Halloween, and if so, what character would we dress up? And someone says they love Oral's tip. What? Oral's tip? Oh, Oral tips. Oh, that's better. Oh, okay. So um, what are you going to dress up as, Oral? Okay, so I, I think I'm either going to be... Hollywood from Mannequin, mm-hmm. or oh my God, dude. the black guy in Chasing Amy, because I've never been a Black Panther. Can you go as Barack Obama in whiteface? <gasps> no, I'm, I'm really I've got really sensitive sinuses, yeah. and so like face makeup really just doesn't work well. Looks like a faucet turning down my nose. Yeah, but um, tips. Um, wait, wait, do wait. something breathable. Oh. One year I went as um. A bad Elmo from Sesame Street, and I almost died. Do you have someone's... a picture of this? Yeah, I have never seen this. I'll show you. Oh my uh, god! I almost died from dehydration because all of the drinking I was doing at oh. this awesome party, and mm-hmm. ended up face down in a <laughs> in a yard. So, oh, breathe. I wasn't as excited as I materials. hoped it was. <laughs> um, last year face I went in as... a uh, yeah the yard. Yeah, the yard. Um, last year yard. I went as the black backup dancer in Taylor Dane's Tell It to My Heart. So, uh, that's very specific. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> kind of yes. cryptic. That's pretty amazing. Oh, okay. That's Elmo. Tell it to no. my heart. No, wait, that's not the Elmo. Oh, Tell which one was that? I'm the only one. I didn't it's, get it. It's my backup dancer. Oh, that's the backup dancer. Okay. Wow. Justice, what are you gonna go as? Uh, the guy. My, my boyfriend wants. He's. We're in this like new cutie phase. My boyfriend thinks it'd be really cute if we both dress up like prisoners and then handcuffed ourselves to each other. I'm thinking about this from an objective logistical standpoint and thinking that it's a fucking nightmare, but uh-huh. I'm indulging him because there's enough time between now and Halloween for me to think it's not going to work and for us to break up. And if that's the case, I'll come up with like my own creative original costume. Okay. So What's that? Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I'm like, yeah. really? You were uh, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you? Ah, Full ah, body ah. suit. Tickle uh, me, Elmo. Question, what are you going to be? Um, well, I was going to be Marco from Saga. Have you read Saga? Oh, you're in a weird I, trade I'm, waiting. Yeah, I'm a trade waiter. Well, but after Oral just said what he said, um, that might be a bad idea because it's three layers of clothes. It's oh. like a shirt, a hoodie, and a, 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 a what do you call it? A uh, trench coat. Mm-hmm. So I might not do that because I'll sweat much. to death. Yeah. And, and, and even more than like and a then, hot costume. Sorry to interrupt and you. And then I'm going to be Skinny Bane. Skinny Bane? Yes. Emaciated Bane. So you- <laughs> Emaciated Bane. Pre-Venom <laughs> Bane. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you know we have to be like bulky to be vain. You got a month. I'm not. Go for it. it. I hit the gym right before this podcast. Bulky, cumbersome costumes are the worst thing to wear to like a club or to a bar. Like you think it's creative to make a costume out of like a refrigerator box until you're trying to like walk through a crowd of people and Mm -hmm. you become the most annoying fucking guy 
at the bar because you Agreed. can't even fit through doors. Yes. I once that. I realized that wings and fur will never, ever, ever make it into a costume again because when you get stuck in a lawn chair at P House, yeah. you're fucking pissed. Uh, pissed. I can't Plus imagine. you're drunk. Oh. Yeah, um, you were. And uh, feathers get sweaty inevitably, so then you just have like matted feathers and they're yeah. like stuck to everything else. Well, that ruins my idea. So, uh, <laughs> think fun, think smart, yeah. think cool. Okay. Depending on your geographic location. Uh huh. Do you have? A and costume? if you do cover uh, yourself in like a lot of lot of body paint, be aware that you're going to be like bumping and rubbing up against people, and they may not off. be happy with you when they're drunk and wasted that you smeared like oh. blue paint or green paint because you're some badass version I of the other idea. All over their fucking like you know. Those white I was going to be Papa uniform. Smurf. Now you just ruined it. Jesus. <laughs> All right. What do you think um, that? Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that any costume I wear will hinder me getting up and down the narrow stairway up to the mountain of speakers at Stonewall. <laughs> Seeing as how Halloween's on a Wednesday and I'll be working oh. that night. Oh, oh. so yeah. Oh. Yeah, I work till 2 a.m. Well, so do I. Halloween uh, parties oh. leading up to Halloween. Brian, yeah. Brian. That's why I have two, and then I have some from last year left over if do I you? have more than that. The chat room says you're going to be a bear this year. <laughs> We'll get you're already in costume. Yeah, I know that's lame. I, I, I thought I'm about it. Was... No, no, no. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. Not you. Voice. Not you. I'm saying they're lame. No. You're lame. Oh, why am I looking at this? <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Mr. Fantastic. I've kind of wanted to do that for a while. I kind of got. Would you shave the going. face for it? Oh, like be clean shaven. You have to. Well, I can be alternate universe. Uh, no, 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 you can't do alternate universe. You want to be one of the Council of Rain? I can be one of the. Oh, I can build an Infinity Gauntlet. You could. Oh. I'm gonna be reverse race what? Luke Cage. No, you just be Thanos. And go purple. Ooh, no, no, he doesn't have a beard anyway. Oh, I guess he does kind of have that face thing. Well, let's yeah, ask no one Jared. Know. Jared, what are you going to be for Halloween? Honestly, I haven't given it much thought because. Uh, I, I'm usually all about Halloween. But you have the year? voice of a serial killer, my friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so season. Do John Dilo, Dilo Brando from... You sound like you rape eight-year-old girls. No. Do. Well, Dilo they look a lot like eight-year-old girls. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love you. I don't know if I should talk now. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I just listened to Echoes last night. Can you repeat that to me? No. Say, I have Girl Scout cookies back at the house. <laughs> I have Girl Scout cookies back at my house. There you go! <laughs> so scared right now. <laughs> All right. Detour aside. Next, what's the next yeah. book? <laughs> the next book. Ultimate X-Men. I don't yeah, think anyone else is reading it but me, right? No, yeah. I'm reading it. Brian uh, Wood. Yeah, it's kind of like Walking Dead like of, of uh, yeah, yeah. X-Men, the Ultimate Universe, right? Brian Wood, great uh, great writer. Yeah, Brian Wood, yeah. ever since he took over, it's been absolutely knockout. Yeah. Also, we should be reading The Massive by Brian Wood. It's what very is going on with New Avengers? I have dropped this. I just wanted to say it. Luke Cage quit the Avengers. What the fuck? It. He That's quit. Yeah, but, the, but the characterization behind it was good. Like he finally found himself in like with all the conflict that A, A versus Avengers versus X Men has been bringing up, and really saying, you know what? Is this what I signed up for? Or yeah. now is the most important well, thing being a father and being a husband? So he's going off with Jessica. and was, He's doing the yeah. Kid. No, it was his wife Jessica being like, "Yo, I don't know if uh, you need to make a decision." And, yeah. it, and it was it wasn't just like this, this event specifically. It was like all the events and yeah. all these horrible things that they've been put through. Mm-hmm. Just like make a decision like me or, or the Avengers. And in this last issue, the, the whole premise of it was that they were trying to like, it's after the events where Emma Frost has been depowered by the Phoenix. Right. So they're trying to get her from one place to another and all of a sudden, you know, anti-mutants and they hate mutants and they hate the Avengers for being sympathizers. They, you know, it's this all out battle and he just literally kind of looks around and says, you know, once the battle is done, he walks away 
and they're going, where's he going? And Iron Fist goes, I think he just quit the Avengers because the only thing he can think about is I Daredevil. need to contact Daredevil. I'm sorry, yeah, I thought I thought that Iron Fist showed up at the end. Well, it makes um, sense it would be Iron Fist because of their relationship, but you know, yeah, I thought that oh, Iron yeah. Fist. Yeah, so fuck you, you up <laughs> Daredevil who said it, but Iron Fist I think showed up. They they're close. So they're both martial arts guys. Now Fantastic Four I am reading and I love. This and now it's the wizard. The wizard never has been one of my favorite characters, though. But this is like the last big plot thread. Because in the very yeah. beginning, when they took Bentley, and Bentley's been one of my favorite characters, Clone and of for the his wizard. sort of dad to come back, <laughs> that's yes. thing, Bentley! And thinking of 16 and pregnant with like. This <laughs> my baby, Bentley! Nice. So, I don't know what that is. Hickman, 16 and uh, pregnant, MTV? Hickman, yeah, it's, it's reality. It's, like the, of, it's like the father of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, oh. God, don't even mention that damn show. Her mother is a human oh. thumb. Oh, so um. Or Kang from a <gasps> Crank from a. I like that better. Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Oh, creepy. So actually, someone did that as a Halloween costume. It was kind of freaky. She's like pregnant, and she had the like oh, wait, the no, drawn on. We've gotten sidetracked, and you have 17 minutes before I quit. Oh, honey, show. listen, I know. I'm aware. He's so okay. Is well, fun. and also Daredevil's good. As Daredevil's always. by Wade and uh, Samney right now. Amazing. Although yeah. Samney's. I didn't mention this, but The Rocketeer, Samney's best work I've seen in forever. Yeah, I've heard a lot oh of good God, things about so that. so good. If you like The Rocketeer, if you like that pulpy sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, Venom, is it any good still? Mm, See, when, when I Remender love Colin Bunn is what I want to say. I took over. I love Colin Bunn. The Six Gun is absolutely amazing. But Venom's just, I think it's also really, the artwork is not as good as it used to be. Um, like Tony Daniels and, and Tony Devon. Daniels. Wait, he's doing. He, DC. he used to do it. Oh, to, uh, okay. Tony Danza. Oh, oh Joe Danza. Uh, back Angela. To, back to Daredevil really quick. Doesn't he have like a new, either a new relaunch or like a mini series coming out? I saw. I, I don't remember days. the name of it, but it, it really piqued my interest. Bendis. End of Days by Bendis. Yeah, what, what's the premise of that? Because it looked really interesting. You remember the thing they did with Marvel called the End? The end okay, so it's kind of like the yes. end, like the the possible last story yes. or adventure. Exactly. Okay. So it's like uh, I think all the heroes have turned against Daredevil. It's kind of like. Maybe like twenty years from now, or whatever. Shadowland, shadow, yeah, kind of <laughs> like, Re- but but he did this. He's no. done this for a while. Like, yeah. they've been working on it for a while. So, um, but yeah, it's coming out like in like a couple months. Yeah, yeah. It was solicited. Is it going to be like a, a mini series though? Yes. Uh, unlike X Men: The End, which was like seven volumes well, of twelve Claremont. issues each, and Claremont. Yeah, fuck Claremont. <laughs> Milk that for physically. all it was worth. You know, some people have he a theory that exiles. Claremont has some contract with him, some kind of Faustian deal, where he keeps getting work even though it's terrible. No, Claremont's <laughs> got like naked pictures of like editor in chief of Marvel, like effing a dude Could or be. something. He and uh, Quesadilla, Quesada. Um, so what about horrible. Extreme X-Men? I'm not reading this. Extreme X-Men, it's fun. Sucks. It's, okay. actually, it's actually really Dazzler. fun. I yeah. want to skip ahead to DC because we're running a short <laughs> well, time. Well, we no, 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 wait. Justice, if you miss Exiles, read Extreme X-Men. How many issues it's in a, is it? It's, uh, three. three. Yeah. I have it's, commitment issues. <laughs> I, I know you do, which is why I'm so proud of you for being in a relationship. Slightly Shut committed. the hell up. I'm trying to get some game here with <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, Sorry, that's going no. well. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Screw you. <laughs> anyway, read X, Read Extreme X-Men. It's I'll just tell him like it's X-Men. all for radio. It's the perfect out. I'm like, no, baby, it's just a bit for radio. You can hear this part, too. Yeah, but then I say it's reverse psychology to build the characterization, so he doesn't know. What, uh, that's the point of dating young guys. They're stupid. They don't know. Oh, how old is he? 22. He's 22. Yeah, how old are you? I'm 27 and a half. I'll be 28 in February. Oh, my gosh. So, um, real quick, AVX 11. We didn't even talk about No, that. you skipped over AVX completely. So, what else awesome happened besides oh, see, Cyclops depowering uh, Emma and killing Xavier? 
The deep, the depowering of Emma was like it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Kind of like that scene in Saving Private Ryan where like he slowly like puts the knife into the yeah. chest of the guy he's on top of, and he's like, "I'm doing this for mutants, and that's why I'm taking you out." Well, my big thing with that in AVX Eleven, that scene is so downplayed, and then you go and read Uncanny X Men. Yep. Which is that was the best scene. That was the best panel in that entire freaking yeah, book. Yeah. They're just that the the whole premise of that book is that they're having dinner. And you know it's a very nice meal, very a nice meal with the blood of some. Oh, Emma, this sauce is delicious. What is it? Human blood. And they're having like this psychic meal, yeah. but really what's going on is that they're having this huge epic battle, and they are able to compartmentalize so much because they're like near deities that it, it makes no difference. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's weird when they start doing like mental games with the comics, just because you you have to you can only rely on the visual. Yeah. No. So you really are caught off guard when you realize that something you've been reading and looking at is something totally different because you know not I, I, the, I, I get confused. Yeah. Not in oh, this one because Cyclops actually, as they're in having dinner. He makes a comment about the fact that Xavier is taking over his active mind. So you know through this whole thing, because then they also do panels where it's showing the fight, and then next thing you know, when Emma turns around and wants to uh, wants to kill them, that's basically the point where Cyclops says, "All right, it's done." And then they show the scene where he's standing right behind Emma, like she's not like her back to him. And that's when he blasts her and takes her down. Which, can I just say, is actually the most noble thing he could have done. Because he what? took he took her off the stage. He prevented her from going too far and made that sacrifice and said, no, you're not going to do this. I'm going to take this power because I either trust myself with it or I don't want you to do something you'll regret. But and is that what he was saying? That's what I read yeah, it as. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the See, way it played out. This whole thing with like Cyclops, issue, so. I'm pissed because I love Cyclops. And I absolutely think he is a noble hero who has been put in a terrible situation. And because the Phoenix thrust itself upon them, he's actually tried to make the best of it. And of among all the five, he has done the least harm and the most good up to killing Xavier. Well, let's look at it this way. What was his entire plan? Restarting the mutant race. Yeah. What has he done for the mutant race? Nothing. No. What has he done they for all us lately? On him. Yeah, they've all. Well, no. He had all this time. He built a nice palace for himself. The new utopia. They that fed the, the the yes. They've done the multitudes. For, they have done everything for humans. Right. But well, human and mutant alike. I mean, well, he's not, he's not a god yet. There are five of them. Well, but, but look at Magic, look Mutants at Namor, look at Colossus, look at where yeah. they've all been corrupted easily. No, like he no, was no, the last saying, to be corrupted. What I'm saying is, and I still don't even think he was fully the best corrupted. Best laid plans of mice and men. This is what well, they sure. set out to do, of and course. they did none of it. Well, no, no, well, yeah, I, I got really confused to why. What's the conflict? What did they do with when the, once they got the Phoenix powers that was so bad right. that the Avengers need to go after them? I like fanboy talked preemptive. about this and it was amazing because they basically identified the Avengers were sanctimonious bitches the mm -hmm. whole time and basically didn't they say They attacked them, kidnapped hosts. Yes, we we're not going to work with you because we don't trust you because you're ugly muties. We're just going to fight you and fight you and fight you even though we could work with you and actually use you guys for the good of humanity, but no, we're just going to fight you and fight you and, and Yeah, and, the whole thing makes no yeah. sense. And and also Xavier for that death, it was like 
the death in X three? Are movie? we sure it's a death? It, it was, are well, as much as in any comic book, you know. Well, yeah. So well, it is. He's dead no, for a I, while. I just, I just saw him incapacitated. Well, like, he was, didn't he's the same thing happen to Wolverine in the episode? Wolverine has a healing factor. No, no, I understand, but it's like nobody gave a shit about Wolverine. Thrown at him, he just melted in the air. Wolverine just looks at the Red Hulk and goes, "Throw me at him." No, it was Green Hulk. Green Hulk's back. Remember the first opening? I will smash for you. This guy just wants to point out. I will smash for you. Yo, man, you know, do you even? You're trying so hard to be the top. It's not even funny. Do you even read comic books? Ooh, snap. I'm yeah. sorry. I actually have a grown-up job, so, you know, I have other things to do with my life as well. Oh, Lord. So, anyway, so then at the here? end, I was, I was a little pissed. Oh, no, pissed. no, no, no. I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to watch this. <laughs> I want to watch this. Or let's give it another couple <laughs> minutes for this. Time on the oh, clock. It's over. And go. Oh, he killed it. No, no, so, you're, right, you're right. It was Green Hulk in the opening panel. They go and begging for help. Yeah. I like some of the moments, some of the beats, but I think the biggest tragedy is it's such a. It's not like Civil War where there was a little bit of good on both sides. I think they've really demonized the X Men and the Phoenix Force to the point that you can't really obviously side with them because well, they're not the good. Guys I actually anymore. felt for them because I didn't think they did anything wrong yet. Well, I agree. I mean, but Magic the way did bring hell up it? from you know. I mean, we've had forty years though to realize and associate that the Phoenix Force. Is bad is chaos incarnate and destructive. You know, universal forces. The Phoenix Force is what took away our beloved Jean Grey and caused all these other problems. Like it's never, it's never going to be painted as being well, good. We're glad at, to have it here. At the end of the uh, was it book seven of New X Men? Because I just finished that. The Phoenix isn't painted as that. The Phoenix, it's true. The mm-hmm. Phoenix Force, the the White Crown uh, or the White Room, the White Room, the White, room. White well, Hot Room. Yeah, no, but it's the uh, the White Phoenix of the of the Crown. Yeah. Yeah, that they are all portrayed. Are you talking about and, the entity? Or are you talking about the people that get the well, Phoenix well, power that try to no? Because well, they to show it. Jean and she's in her in her white Phoenix outfit and she sets everything right. Eric, but, uh, where are you? Where are you? When I, yeah, he. Would I know. Where, like, where's, where's that Jean? Down. But um, but at the end of it, the, going to, towards the whole demonization of the Phoenix Force, because as soon as uh, Scott gets the the fifth piece of it and becomes the Phoenix, there's no question of, oh, he's the Phoenix. He spouts out the whole, you know, I am Phoenix, and everybody's like, um, he's Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. So there yeah, is he, no question about can he be good, but like, just because of what their portrayal of, and, and I love at a comic shop, I love the, the little little thing. It's no longer AVX. It's, uh, what is it, EVC? Yeah. Everyone versus Cyclops? Yeah. yeah. That, that pissed me off because there is yeah. no chance for it to be something good. It's, you know, 12 is going to be... Some big shit going down. For, for any back issue fans, if you want to go get one of the, my favorite series of all times, What If, go get What If number 63. It's What If the Phoenix Force Possessed Storm. Storm so awesome. when there's, and, and it, it's in an awesome alternative universe where like the whole world has become now like eco-friendly under the eyes of a true a true goddess could handle the power of a god type huh. of thing. Interesting. Anyway, back, back issue bins, go get it. Let's okay. move on to Marvel, or DC, I'm sorry. We've, we've marveled to death. DC had a big month, or is having a big month, with all these zero issues. And they have revealed some really interesting things, like the new Green Lantern. I would like to talk about that because, well, just to recap what happens in the issues, it starts with a very like shocking page of like 9/11 of this this 10 year old boy watching 9/11 on TV, looking at his parents who are like they're obviously like a Muslim family. Yeah, I just read this today. And uh, and then it goes and shows him growing up and like. Getting checked at the airport because he's Muslim, and you know, washing graffiti off of uh, uh, a mosque, and uh, his sister getting picked on, having to defend them, and uh, growing up with this sort of life post 9/11 Muslim life. 
And then he you know, works at a steel mill and gets laid off, becomes a car thief, steals a car with a bomb in he's it. He's from Michigan. Yeah, comes from Michigan, which yep. is where uh, Jeff Johns is from, who, who wrote this. Yep. And, uh, and then, he, of course, he goes and gets to Guantanamo Bay or well, someplace like yeah, that. This is the only thing about he's the story. About, hold on, let me finish. Okay, go ahead. He, he's about to get tortured. The Green Lantern ring comes and saves him, right? So, so go ahead. I mean, oh, no, you clearly have something to say. Let's hear it. <laughs> My, my, it was a my, weak issue. It was a weak issue. Well, my big problem is it's too, like, I understand what he's doing. I love the idea that he's trying to put forward, but that he hijacks or carjacks a car with a bomb in it. We don't know the whole story yet. We don't, but it's a little convenient to set up the martyr of, I say martyr with, you know, quotes, of, you know, okay, yeah, he's a good guy. He's in a bad situation, but because he's Muslim and it's a bomb, it just it just seemed a little forced. It didn't seem like a Jeff Johns book to me. I'm so used to Jeff Johns doing good writing on established characters. I can't remember the last time I would. I mean, when's the last time I actually had a book? that was like, okay, Jeff Johns is introducing a new character. It felt very weak to me. You know, listen, I've had Johns to... lately has been kind of weak. I love Johns. I... Well, let me go ahead. Wait, no, I want go ahead. Oral's got something. No, he's getting passive go. aggressive. Let him talk. <laughs> go. No, Oral. No, I've had to defend this book. Oh boy, four weeks, mm-hmm. four weeks. Mm-hmm. It just two. came out. You know, it's he, why? Why does a Green Lantern have a gun? Well, have you been reading Green Lantern? Have you not realized that the Guardians have got ape shit? That they're not helping any Green Lanterns whatsoever. Right. That this new Green Lantern has a defective ring. Yeah. And it's not gonna take him to Oa. And even if it did take him to Oa, where's he gonna go? People What's are actually saying that. Yeah, everyone's just like, I don't understand why well, he has a gun. Well, don't talk, uh, judge a book by its cover. I think it's a really interesting issue because here you have this flawed character who's been put through the ringer, not just by, you know, circumstances, but by a country who on, like, in a moment's notice, just turned on him. Yeah. Like, he was invisible and then became... Public like, enemy number one. Exactly. Yeah. So that's going to put a chip on your shoulder. I think sure. it's hard, though, for the audience to have a vested interest in a new character after only one issue. And I think it's patronizing to think that just because it has the background of real social political issues, post-9-11, racism, I think that it's patronizing to say that just because that's part of the story, I'm supposed to care about this character after only 22 pages. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I agree. don't right now. I agree, but I think he's trying to go for a more realistic approach. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, one of my big things with Jeff Johns is I love the work that he's done on Green Lantern. Right. I want him to leave Green Lantern. I do, too. Well, we talked about this yeah. last episode. But Green Lantern and Jeff Johns have been amazing together, but I think after this, he really ought to step back and give it to somebody else. No. Well, do their thing. Those uh-huh. are interesting opinions. Yes. And I will say mine is very different because Jeff Johns is an Arab American. Did you know that? I did not know He's that. He's part Lebanese. Interesting. So am I. I know. I was going to ask you if you felt a special so, anything with this. So, reading this, I felt things that I don't think you guys would have felt. In high school, when people after 9-11 happened, when people asked me, like, oh, like, what's your ethnicity? I'd be, I would just say, oh, what do you think I am? And they go, oh, you're Hispanic, or you're yeah. Mexican, or, or you're, uh, you're Italian, because, you know, dark skin and yeah, yeah. Uh, dark hair. And I would say, oh, yeah, that, that's what I am. Because really? I was definitely afraid. I grew up in the middle of Texas. Oh. There was one black kid at my school. So you empathize so, with the guy. I mean, I am just saying it's not a safe place for people who aren't like stark white. And for me, for that to grow up like that. So I, I, I was raised Christian. I'm a fourth generation uh, Lebanese person. So it's not like we're all Muslims. Like right. Family. Right. But, you know, you can't I'm change. A Christian, the way. too. We should go out sometime. You can't. 
not gonna happen. Um, Are you uncut? You're, they're <laughs> you're below the knees. No, no. The no, way no, your no, um, no, the way you're skinning. How do you know? You, we haven't talked about this. We had oh, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like I, I like cut cuts. Cut guys are good. Anyways, I'm an activist. And so, and so for him to go through this, it's the first character I had ever read. And actually 100% related to. Well, that's good. No, because, that's good. I think that's great. You know, we all love Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman. White but power. I can't, you know, I can't relate to being uh, a White. billionaire with murdered parents or an, a space alien with superpowers. Or lesbian woman. I'm, I'm an Amazon you know. woman. Shut up. <laughs> so, no, but this, like, as soon as I finished, I was like, this is my new favorite superhero. Well, that's cool. No, that's and, cool. I, I, I'm so glad that we have that now. My only thought was just the way the story came off. And it's not the end. It's one issue. Who knows? It felt a little forced. No. But I no, think it's you fantastic. Can, it's all on doing. display right there from the beginning. But I yeah. think I really enjoyed it. And, uh, and I talked to Jeff Johns on Twitter about it. And yeah. he was like, kind of went into what, what he was trying to do and everything. And I, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, good. I'm glad. So let's talk about Green Lantern Corps because I've not read Why? This. So the back man can be on it, trial again? Oh, Ooh, really? Green Lantern Corps Zero. I mean, the Zero books, some of them are good. They're adding good characterization. Well, so some what of them was the just deal? Like, it basically was a pre-story about Guy Gardner being admitted to the Green Lantern Corps and his family life before he got the Green Ring. It was the story of what was going on as the Green Ring slid onto his finger and how he used that to save his brother. And then, you know, his first days in, you know, as a rookie without the emblem on his chest and, you know, how he just wasn't going to back down and let people get hurt again. So, I mean, it was good, but it just basically was a Guy Gardner origin story. I don't see how it tied. The only way it could have tied to, you know, something ongoing in the book was the villain that he fought ended up being imprisoned in a science cell and swears vengeance against Guy Gardner. It was some purple beast man I've never seen. So he'll probably come back. Yeah, so now now if he comes back, we get why he hates Guy Gardner and where it came from. It streamlines Guy Gardner's origin story, which was a mess to begin with. Oh, it was super mess. I really enjoyed it and it had a moment. You ever seen Hook? Yeah, where he gives him the hammer and, the, and all the watches, and he doesn't smash all the watches. Okay, he sort of yeah. had a moment like that, and I was like, "Oh, I really like this." You can mm-hmm. sort of see why Guy Gardner is a dick. Yeah, I see. It was cool. So, what about Batman? I actually read this one. Great. <laughs> now, I will say, I thought the Red Hood was the Joker because originally the Red Hood is, is the Joker. It is. Someone on, I think, it was iFanboy was saying that it's it's Todd, it's Jason Todd. No, no. Okay, way. well that makes more sense then because I thought it was sort the, of the long chin and he's wearing the flower. On yeah, the okay, that makes so much more sense. I don't know why no, I thought it was. You know why? Though. Because they didn't, which is super hard to do. Because the there are two stories in that book. Yeah, the second and, one was awesome. And the second one is the origin of the bat, uh, the bat signal, and they jumped to Jason Todd, Dick Grayson, and um, Tim Drake. Yeah. And, and Barbara is all throughout. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's the the birth of the first generation of the Bat family. Okay. Well, all generations of the Bat totally family. He totally wants me. Totally. And, I can feel it. And, um, like, Jason Todd is in it, uh-huh. but he is not the Red Hood. Okay. Like, he's not the Red Hood in it. Okay, because, yeah, I was confused, and yeah. I, I didn't read it. Oh, I, I read, actually, I read the first story, and I was like, this is the Joker. That's the Joker. Yeah. He's the Red Hood. Um, did anybody actually read Phantom Stranger? Because yes. I didn't, and I know I almost did. He's Judas Iscariot. That's it. And the Spectre shows up. Well, that's cool. I like um, the Spectre. And every time... Wait, is the Spectre still uh, the black guy, or is he the white guy? No. Wait. Um, oh, no, um, so they explain Phantom Stranger, who's one-third of the Trinity of Sin. Uh, oh, yes. is this why it's called the Trinity War? He's the Trinity of... He's, the new upcoming storyline is called the Trinity War, uh-huh. and I thought the Trinity would be Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, but it maybe will be Pandora, Judas Iscariot, or the Phantom Stranger, and who's the other one? The Spectre. 
right? No. no, the question. The question. The uh, original question. Yeah. No, not our question. So, um, it's just, there's a lot of... Is it heavy-handed? It's Not only is it heavy-handed, it's very tinny. Okay. Like, it's... Uh, Hugh, did you read Phantom Stranger? The mess that was Phantom Stranger? Yeah, I did. That was so... It's like... So straightforward yeah. that it hurt. It and hurt. then the specter came out of nowhere. Yeah. And was like, oh, here's the specter, too. The black one? No. no. Is he the specter? That's sex. It's I like, like the black specter. You know, it, it, Aaron said it best. Like, there's a scene uh, where the guy who uh, uh, eventually becomes the specter right. goes, you know, like, his boss is saying, you know, uh, police commissioner, you know, you have anger issues and, you know, you use the badge. To, to hide that fact pretty much and then he goes yes I you know I became a cop because I do have anger issues and I thought they would curb you know those issues but eventually they don't and here you can take my badge and he literally takes his badge and throws it on the counter and walks out the door and mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't need this yeah. and now Phantom Stranger is doomed to walk the earth and every like he has like as a stranger, stranger. yeah <laughs> To humanity, oh. and every time so, he, okay. oh, no, every time he makes a step forward, see, Omac was so much better than this. No, it wasn't. Omac was so he much makes better. A step forward to working yeah. off his debt, a piece of silver falls off of his really? chain. Uh, All right, I'm really lost. It's the no. DC bullshit. I didn't read that one. Animal Man, very good. Did I didn't actually. Animal Man, the Animal, one, yeah. Animal Man and Swamp Thing. Their origin, their zero issues, were like the old school avatars of the red and the green, mm-hmm. and they both fought Arcane, who is an avatar of the, the Rot. And it was really cool to see like the lineage, but it only ancillarily ties in. It really just explains who Arcane is. So. And they're getting ready for like a big crossover, like three, four issue Swamp Thing, Animal Man, yep. Frankenstein thing. I don't know. If, is he going to be in? Frankenstein's going to be in it. It's that. It's the helping of the book. Lemire, who I actually got to meet at Baltimore, and he did the same. Thing he did for you for Underwater Welder. I oh, he drew a little. Yep, little little welder guy. Little welder man. He was underwater. very quiet. Did he talk? You talked to him a little bit. Yeah. He's such an introvert. Like I didn't even want to bother him. He, he was, was very shy. Yeah, very shy. But um, like but yeah, me, I'm very shy. He am. Oh, totally. He and Scott Snyder. You know, they're planning this big epic, and it's they're co-writing now. They're co-writing with Rot World. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this is one thing about the DC Zero things. I don't like how they kind of set the stage for the next story arc because to me a Zero issue should be standalone. It should be the origin, or it should be its own little separate story. Because when you go back, you know, a year from an, now, it's it's an origin whether you like it or not. It's either something, but it's that's an happened. origin that introduces the next. Like even the the Green Lantern one, it, it showed the Howl and and uh, But it's thing. an origin of a new Green Lantern. Look at it this way: it's an origin story, no matter any way you you slice it. Right. It's either something that explains, like think about uh, Swamp Thing. Uh-huh. Swamp Thing showing there's like why is there this five year gap. That's Alan Moore's rotten. Mm-hmm. Like, so that is now canon. Yeah, the Swamp Thing was the whole, you know, Alec falling into the, you know, getting set on fire. Yeah. And it's an avatar of the rot that did it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so Earth 2, Zero Issue, another one. Blech. I didn't, yeah, I like Earth 2 overall, but this sets up another villain. That whole setup was weird. I didn't yeah. see where it was going. It just, it didn't really tie into He's kind of Ozymandias from The Watchmen. Yeah. He's trying to... You know. Like the first issue, what got people to buy it was the fact that you know the Trinity was were on there right. in alternate costumes, and yep. they just brought them back for this. Yeah, and it's, the zero issue should have should you know be the essence of the book of right. what you're going to get in this series. Yeah, and by bringing the Trinity back, who die, mm-hmm. 
it's it was pointless. It was yeah. just as pointless as the first issue of that whole I, Earth two. I, I was disappointed. Stormwatch, I did not read. Was that any good? I read it. With Jenny Quantum Jenny and Jenny Quantum. Freedom. Oh, yeah. I want to read cool. about Jenny Freedom. They did the Jennies throughout the yeah. yeah. Was Jenny from the block there? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I skipped her. So um, I'm out then. It, it, it shows. It, it shows that. Um, actually, I'll tie it in with uh, Demon, Demon Knights. Knights. Yeah. Which, if you're not reading Demon Knights, you really need to read Demon Knights. Paul Cornell's killing it. Yeah, it's great. It's only gotten better. It's tying into so many books. It's. Preparing us for something major that's coming, whether it's just Trinity War or something beyond Trinity War. But um, Stormwatch tied in all of the millennial children, like the Century Babies, and all of them happen to be named Jenny. And I'm wondering if they're like the DC Universe's version of a Nexus being like the Scarlet Witch. How here's this person, they're constant throughout. They've just been kind of like reincarnated. It was interesting. Well, it it's just the idea of Stormwatch where it was Jenny Sparks and then it became Jenny, Jenny Quantum. Yeah. And they just kind of extrapolated it back to exactly. have the other ones. So. The people in the chat room are insane. The only thing they want to talk about is who ate the last cookie and arguing about what snacks we should have for the next show. It's, it's and me. then they think that I Brian do. should dress up like a brony for Halloween. Caviar. A brony? Really? They want you to show I will that. be Dr. Hooves. They want you to show that <laughs> sweet pony ass. Well, I do have a sweet pony ass. That's true. Action Comics, uh, I love this. I thought that one was good. The with whole the run, hey, fill me good. in with it. I didn't check that one out. Okay, have you been reading Action Comics at all? Uh, I, I was to like maybe issue eight or nine, and then I just stuck with Superman. I think that Morrison. I mean, again, I love Morrison. I'm a big old whatever. Uh, he killed it because it was the Superman story. It was kind of an origin. It showed him moving into his apartment in Metropolis, ordering those t-shirts, ordering those t-shirts that they've referred to. A kid steals his cape, and his cape in this incarnation is actually, you know, super. It's Kryptonian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's invulnerable. Invulnerable, and so the kid uses it to like fight back against his abusive stepfather. Yeah, and and then Superman shows up at one point and kind of says, you know, thank you for taking care of it. I mean, it was as. I mean, I'm a big Superman fan now for the last couple of years. Like, and the kid's like, screw you, Superman. Now I'm gonna get the crap eaten out of me again because well, you want your stupid cape. Yeah. Thanks. What am I left with? No, but he it says was, he'll take care of the dad. But I'm not sure how you fix a social issue like yeah, that. If you're Superman. You no. beat the dad up because you yeah. you're Superman. Throw him into the sun. Oh wait, that's the century. <laughs> that's um, the century. So no, it, beautiful story. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful Superman story. Action Comics is amazing. Uh, yeah, the art was good too. I forget who did it. Oh yeah, it was like kind of a painted style. Yeah, it was off the hook. What the hell is Phantom Lady? Phantom Lady. What the fuck is this? Did you read it too, Oral? What is this? Oh, and Dollman. Phantom Lady and Dollman is this girl who can like move through darkness and stuff or something like that. This is a zero. And they make it. Yeah, they make it like. It's a new series. And I was confused. I was like, Oh, Phantom Stranger. Wait, it's Phantom Lady. And then a doll man is this guy who can shrink down the size of a doll. Is that yeah. does what he do the anything fuck else? Is this? I, I remember Doll Man. I, I, I He's an old school villain. Well, yeah, Doll Man. Is that something? Or he was a hero. Or, this is a no. villain. Doll Man's a villain. No, I'm not talking about. You're the, thinking of Ragdoll from the Suicide Squad. This is Doll no. Man. See, I have no idea. This was just a really weird. It was really vulgar, and there was like in, in implied rape and like beatings what? and like they t- these like gangsters. Nobody rapes eight year olds in the DC no. universe. <laughs> <laughs> they take like. Yeah, the girl and the, the girl's Love origin the and her parents get set on fire by these gangsters, uh-huh. and she starts like sleeping with the gangster's son to get to infiltrate them, and it was just all these like, horrible things happening one after the other, and you know, 
Huh. And they try and vaporize her partner who ends yeah. up getting shrunk to the size of Doll Man. So that's how he gets turned into that. It's just like one horrible thing how after another. How is that tied into the whole cape thing, though? Like, I was following you up to the cape. cape. What cape? Well, it's, it's, another, it's a different issue. No, 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 no. Different no. issue. We're in a different issue. I was like, this is all happening in action comics. Well, Grant Morrison does some crazy shit. But I was not like, this what crazy. the hell happened to um, this cape? So that's pretty much all the comics. Uh, real quick, just so you guys know, we are up for a Wave Award. Actually, several of us in this what room is that? are up for a Wave Award. The Wave Award is the uh, Watermark, Watermark Award for Watermark Awards for Variety and Excellence. Really? Yes. Stop now, grumbling, Justice. DJ Justice here is up for uh, Radio Personality. Favorite well, radio hold personality. on. Let, they're writing ballots. Let's just make sure everybody knows that there's no nominations. Okay, it's all so writing. It's like the Orlando yeah, Weekly. Yeah, yeah. It's like Orlando Weekly. Just yes. found it, one. Yeah. It's the gay Orlando Weekly Award. We're, we're up. We're up for a three-time running. You know, Outlet Orlando, the Humble Happy Hour, and ninety-one point five FM is uh, carried the Wave Award. We came in second and third place for the last two years. So, uh, right. but I don't. You know, I'm not. Better. The gay newspaper doesn't like me. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, we yeah. have some issues, but you know, I'm I'm glad to see them acknowledge uh, good people and good artists and and you know awesome people. Well, Barry Oki Orlando, uh, Pat's group, uh, Bears in the City. He's up for like three different categories. Um, uh, favorite new LGBT business, Bears in the City. Uh, favorite charity event, which I know is a long shot. But, hey, if we get enough people out there, we might be able which to do very, this. very, very Christmas. Barry Oki presents a very, very Christmas. And, oh, uh, I thought it was just, look at me. Don't <laughs> I need cheer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please give me your money. <laughs> um, and then favorite karaoke bingo or trivia host, which I'm still pissed that that's all one category. Yeah. But um, I, mean, I think there's only three karaoke hosts, gay karaoke hosts left in Orlando, so we just take them all. But um, yeah, those are the three I'm going for, and I, I, I swore this year I would take out Doug Bowser. I can, I can be seen at all of them. Uh, and Flame On shows up for best gay, lesbian, bisexual, whatever website because that was the only category we could fit in. Okay. They took off podcasts and a podcast. No, they don't have a podcast. Favorite LGBT website. So we go over website, which last year was Watermark. Mm-mm. And then uh, Straight Ally, we're going for a comic shop. A comic sh- which is run by two and a half gays. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're straight. Uh, let's, let's be, no, let's be real. Aaron don't work there no more. No, really. <laughs> it's Eric and Oh, wait. We have a, I have Eric a and news. Yes. Maybe you can clip this out and put it back when you talk about Buffy. Buffy has a new gay slayer. I meant to put that book. in the thing. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, though, has it? The one no. gay geeky thing that happens and you don't put it but in. But it's not out yet. It was solicited. Right. Well, yeah. So when it comes out, it, 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 the news. it's being announced that in season nine there will be there is a guy. Yep. He is not an actual slayer. Wow. That's the one thing because they do not want to rewrite the um, the lineage of the slayer line. He is not an actual slayer, but because he's gay and has been bullied his entire life, he. Um, he looks up to the Slayer. He's a sharp stake to impale other. Well, he trains kind of like Xander, where he's part of the group. He trains and he trains with them to be to fight along the Slayers. But he is not actually a so Slayer. He's a Scooby. He's not. I'm a excited for it. But yeah, I mean, he, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be more in in it involved in it than the Scoobies were. You think he's gonna get eaten? I hope so. <laughs> oh. So well, I followed yeah. y'all's advice and I voted for you guys for everything. And thank yes. you very much for throwing your support behind so us. Yeah, so we voted for you as well. Nice. Do the same for Out Loud Orlando. Um, so when it comes to radio shows, vote DJ Justice. Just yes. you know for consolidating. Uh, and when we win again this year, I won't go to the award ceremony again this year because. I thought you said you lost. No, we won. We well, won so the last second and they, third. They yeah, second and yeah. third. First, second, and third get get awards. You still win a wave award when you get. Oh right, right, right. So, in fact, last year wasn't the wave awards at Mr. Sisters. Three days before it closed down, (laughs) (laughs) I still swear to this day that it was because they didn't win favorite uh, bar. 
that they closed down three Which days is later. Which straight bar and is soft open. Sister Fisters is a straight <laughs> bar. Exactly. Isn't that a great limits. name? Off Limits. Off Limits. Um, um, real quick, real quick, for those of you uh, that wanted a streamlined way to get to the way board voting, go to thebearsinthecity.com. <laughs> Uh, listen, hey, it's just it's an easier way to do it. There's, a, do promo there's a click uh, a click through link at the top of the the front page for the waveboards. Takes you right to the voting, um, and also gives 22 suggestions for categories, including flameonshow.com, a comic shop, DJ Justice. Um, and the three that you I'm going for. You have to vote for 15 or they don't count your vote. Yeah. Yes. So just and take the ones we give you and just use those. And Some it's, of them are so redundant, though. It's like you know that Fairville is going to win like best sex shop, but they're like, what else yeah. are you going to put? Oh, oh, guys, I have a confession to make. Yeah. I've been cheating on this podcast. <gasps> and he's going to plug it on this podcast? I know. That's some balls, buddy. What? Excuse you. <laughs> I plug us on that podcast. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, I'm on um, the Homo Happy book- Hour. Oh, shit, you're on the radio show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's not what I was going to say. Um, listen to me on the radio tomorrow, but you won't hear this until Friday. Outlaworlando.com. Uh, yeah, but I'm Geek New Wave. They're super cool. I'm friends with a bunch of them, and I'm on their book club. Um, we talked about Watchmen. We did um, Nightfall, Batman Nightfall Volumes 1 and 2 recently. Uh, we're going to do Get Jiro. Which is Anthony Bourdain's book, which is super fun and fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we, leave, leave a whole agenda. Keep going. Leave Oprah be. You know what, leave bitch? Oprah. You haven't said two words throughout this entire damn podcast. No, I and like him. For me? No, Don't I come for me. Can I, I will send you packing? Can back I back to Lebanon? Can okay? I borrow? Can I borrow him for my radio show? Back to Lebanon. This one. That's the title. Intelligent and sassy. I'd like to borrow him for my radio show. Sassy. So you can hear crickets on that one too. Oh, you're making everyone jealous. Please stop. He's funny. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls. Mrs. Garrett is into the room. That's Brian's costume for Halloween. That's some bitch in a corner. I can rock a meme. They were really nice. They were really nice. I get to be Joe. for them, so I'm going to plug. Or plug for us, so I'm plugging for them. Geek New Wave. There would be lots of plugs, I said. Yeah, geeknewwave.com. They're super great. And I was on another podcast. Which was oh my God. you whore? You want a hoe of theirs oh. where we went through all of the fifty-two? Uh-huh. That's you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. So that was super cool, yeah. and they let me pluck again. So once again, Sweet. I want to give both of those podcasts a shout out. Amen. Newwave.com. Well, while we're doing that, I'll be on Comic Book Bears tomorrow night. Recording mm. will probably be out in like a month or so because they take a while. But we love Bilzy and Justin. I'm going to be on time about Baltimore. Also, we will be at Bear Bust in about a month. I heard that got canceled. No, no that was Bear Bash. Oh, oh that was last week. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, all the that, bears are busted and bashing. That did get canceled, though. Well, nobody, oh, nobody shit. fucking showed up to the hotel. Ooh, apparently, I was wondering about that. So, Bear Bust is uh, been taken over by Parliament House, and it will be the what, is it the weekend of the 18th. It starts on October 18th, my birthday, yes. which I will actually be doing the kickoff karaoke in the Bear Den that Thursday night. And then it's 18th, 19th, 20th, and then the uh, final going away party tea dance is the 21st. It's a Thursday to Sunday. So we will have a booth out there. We will be out there, various people out there representing us. You, so should, do like, you should do like a comic bear quiz and like record it. And I like play. it. Well, we will do a live something there, so I might, I might just take that. That's good. Um, and uh, the Q will be at the New York Comic Con. Nobody gives a damn. Move on. <laughs> no, because he will be with our friends Jono and he's like a seven. Patrick he thinks he's like a twelve. At, uh, geeks out. And Jono, I'm sorry in advance. 
No, it's going to be all awesome. yeah, to think, Horror Isn't Brett going to be there, too? Oh, Brett should be there Brett from uh, Brett and Mike Love Comics. Is that right? Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Um, Brett Michaels is going to be there? Yeah, Brett Michaels. Brett no, White, no. a dear friend. I yeah. love Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, yeah. You can, you can find my Rock of Love is my IGN. favorite show. IGN.com. Go there. You may have... Wait, your stuff? Wait a minute, yeah. Is it under the question? Who's we? Uh, Some guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, um, and we will have a few more microsodes coming out. I hope you guys enjoyed the gender sode that is immediately above this, probably on the feed. It was pretty good. I liked it. Thank you. Brought to you by our fans who help fund that. Uh, we're going to have a bear update. We don't know what it's going to be called yet, but it's going to be the Bear Summit. The Bear Summit. Coming up soon. <laughs> gay oh, web comics. Uh, Jared has some contacts. We found out some new. Uh, Queerty has a whole list of them. There's some other ones that Ron introduced us to at uh, DragonCon. We're going to have a microset about that coming up. And, and uh, don't forget the Jean Grey 101 brought to you by Eric and myself, which will be the gayest, gayest 101 that will ever, ever be, be in existence. Right? It's just the two of us. Okay. We're gonna put just the beds. two of us laying on laying on our beds, just like. <laughs> so, what's your favorite moment when Jean Grey got the Phoenix Tower? <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and with special guests, we hope. So that's coming up too. Uh, FlameOnShow.com. We're up on Facebook, Flame On Show, Twitter, Flame On Podcast. Thank kind you. of, you know, the red sheep. And thank sheep. you for contributing to Twitter. Oh, my God. Twitter is blowing up. It's gone crazy. <laughs> so awesome. It's having, we're having fun with it. Thank you so much for having me. It was actually a Absolutely. lot of fun, and uh, it was really nice getting to meet everyone. It was actually really it's nice just... getting to meet you, too. You're very intelligent, and you're very fun. Uh, I'm talking to the key right here, because he's giving me this look like, you know, he, he thinks his own no, no, that's his stink, normal look. So. Hey, that's okay. Have you really listened to an episode look. of Flame On? Yeah, I have before. I listened how, to the junior How do episode. they end? Uh, oh, God, make it to the end. Can we please Wait. kill this bitch? <laughs> hey. hey, hey, how do they end? I don't know, but you can follow me on Twitter at Gay Radio Show <laughs> or add me on Facebook.com slash Gay Radio Show, OutlaterLando.com, streaming on live and archived episodes of uh, our Gay Talk Entertainment Radio Show, Tuesdays on 91.5 FM. And uh, yeah, we were. you can vote for uh, Hot Guys with our radio show logo over their junk. Which is awesome. The second annual logo over we your junk. We need bears represented contest. in that place. I, if anyone submits a photo, they're part of the contest. Have their face in it? I uh, I yeah. think I mean you, you don't have to. I can respect privacy, and yeah. if you want me to tag you, I won't. But uh, well. so far, over over eight hundred and fifty votes so far for the thirteen entries, and we're still accepting until October thirtieth. Thirteen inch er, <laughs> entries, 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 entries. Okay, okay, we're just yeah, okay. Question. So on that note, flame off.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.